Let's see. Let's see. It's pretty hard to see. It is. Christmas motherfuckers. Hello my brother. <laughs> and all you rollerbladers out there. This is Todd and I'm uh, hanging out with my brother-in-law on Christmas Day. The angel of death. Can I be, can I be referred to as that for the rest of this? Just remain you, nameless? You are the angel of death. <laughs> I'm chilling with the angel of death. <laughs> it, it's risky. <laughs> we, we've been drinking since 11 and we're combining the alcohol with Caffeine, uppers and downers. Yeah, it's yeah. the only way to do it. Yeah, speedballing. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Uh, I don't know what that is though. If my mom and dad are watching or listening. Can they see us right now? Is that how this video game works? Um, <laughs> they'll be able to see us once they can turn sound into a visual, which they are working on. It's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. So soon they'll be able to turn like an MP3 into a video and yeah. they'll know exactly what's going on. So they'll know that you're completely naked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to talk me into this. <laughs> the only reason this is happening is because Carly wanted us out of the room so she could watch Housewives. So she convinced us to go down to the basement and record a podcast. It, has, it doesn't have anything to do with my rollerblading? My good... Rollerblading? You, you were a rollerblader before I was a rollerblader. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the truth. That power. Like yeah. the ones that cut your, cut you badly back here for whatever reason. I don't know why they added that feature. Like behind the foot? Yeah, it was like a, a double pronged, kind of like a plastic pitchfork type oh, no. upside down beaver thing that would just bite through the, you had to put a, a neoprene boot on first. And that's horrible. When skates hurt, that's no good. No, it was no good. It hurt. But I've seen footage of you hitting a lawn tram. Yeah. Off of your driveway. Yeah. Out in, was it out in Rayleigh? Yeah. Yeah. Had a red helmet on, probably. It was all about the personal protective equipment. Yeah. With the rollerblades. You're smart. Yeah. You're smart. <laughs> smart. I was. I was protective smart. gear. I took it off once and I crashed. And kind of ended the smart thing. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start rollerblading? In like 1995. Took you so long to get long with Long fucking time. <laughs> Neon was over by then. <laughs> I know. I was all into baseball. Mm. Yeah. Thus, better, better than baseball? That's where it came from, yeah. See. Not that it actually is better than baseball. It was just something that I said. I, like, I was talking about how I used to play baseball, and then I started rollerblading, and I thought to myself, at the time, I thought to myself, man, this is so much better than baseball. Not, you never thought, like, man, 
I should try and combine these two sports. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Rollerblading. They need to combine more sports with rollerblading. Like rollerblading soccer would be fucking sick. Yeah, we're kind of living in the age of mashups, right? Music. And yeah. Whatnot. Totally. Take some sports, you know? Like, look at hockey. Like, think about hockey without the skates. Sprinkle some MMA on that sport right there. Yeah. Why not? Like, yeah. Combine why, it all. Why, why is it Ultimate just... Challenge. Why just boxing when you're disagreeing? Like, I'd like to see a skate leg lock on a goalie. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah? Hyper, hyperextend Patrick Law's shit. What's with rules? play anymore? Rules just dumb down <laughs> the excitement. I want to see knives... Nunchucks. If there's any sport that ever incorporates knife fighting, I'm in. I'm actually... Yeah. yeah I was thinking about going to Morocco and uh, definitely, definitely carrying a blade. I'm not sure if that's... Maybe... Can people call in on this shit? <laughs> Let me know if that's... Is that something I gotta focus on? Or <laughs> I think you'll be okay. But I think, like, soccer with, with knives could be a pretty sweet sport. Where you could just shank someone. It de- I think they already do it like that in uh, England. Do they? I'm pretty sure, like the, I don't think it's the firms and stuff I think it's like that. Like illegal though. Oh no, they don't. It's they don't have laws for soccer over there. With the firms, you've even seen uh, what's that one with Elijah Wood? The movie, the firms. Firm. The firm. Firm, yeah. Like you join a firm, you just it's like you're drinking buddies, and you just go out, and if somebody's wearing the other team's colors, you 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 take your credit card, you cut their mouth up, yeah. You really yeah. just you just mangle the shit out of them. You don't even actually care about soccer. It has nothing to do with soccer. Has this, ever, this sounds good. This is a movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, what's it called? Green Street Hooligans, that's what it's called. Green Street Hooligans. Yeah, it's like the best, I'm pretty sure it's Elijah Wood, he's the dude from, he's Harry Potter, basically. Harry Potter, but he's more jacked on soccer, Uh, he's a journalist. Jacked on soccer. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, and and just fuck people up, that wear, like, purple or something. Really? Yeah. Is this based on some kind of, like, culture in, like, Britain, that they fuck each other up and play soccer? Yeah, man, have you never heard about this? Britons are hardcore about their soccer like Europeans are crazy about their soccer no it's I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's in England and yeah you don't mess around like they have oh what is it it's like I'm not really sure what the deal is like there's there's two there's something on Netflix even about it it's like two particular soccer soccer teams and they hate each other to the point that there's there's for sure been murder and it's been like that for I'm assuming a decade or more kind of thing it's like Protestants and Catholics kind of thing they, love it yeah it's <laughs> so awesome it's pretty good yeah they've got the what is it the, I think it's called the Chelsea Smile it's called they put the I'm not sure what they do they put a credit card in someone's mouth or something and then they kick them in the balls and then they when they scream it cuts their mouth bigger like the Joker really yeah I'm just trying to hype it up though because we did start this shit off with Angel of Death so <laughs> I'm, I'm just you know we gotta elevate stuff we can't get some mouth cutting going on yeah we yeah. can't be talking about just 1995 rollerblading with power skates like I used no, to do. No, hell no. Oh. Horrible. A, a really quick outro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, stop this podcast. <laughs> what else is on the internet? Restart, restart. There's not enough mouth cutting. Soccer fights. Mouth cutting, like, if you actually imagine your the inside of your mouth getting sliced like that, like the Joker, that would be really painful. No shit, man. <laughs> really painful and really like that disturbing. Can, that can happen pretty much anywhere, and it, yeah. I don't know it would be they... so easy to slice too. It's it's a very fragile piece of skin. Take like a dull knife, and you could easily cut that. Yeah, actually, I took a. I had a knife last last night. There, there was a 
can't remember the brand of knife, but it, uh, I was told, oh, it's a, I thought polymer. It looked polymer. It looked plastic, white plastic. It's what the blade looked like. It's supposed yeah. to never go dull, blah, blah, blah. It looked like a cutting board on, a, attached to a regular knife. It looked like a little paring knife. Yeah. I thought, man, there's no way this thing is sharp as regular metal or razor. Um, actually, Havilon, they make a sharp knife. Surgical steel goes on it. But that's another story. Um, this knife last night just looked like a plastic polymer knife. So I was like, oh, you know, try cutting some hair. It didn't really cut hair, like a razor knife would or anything. So I thought, okay, it's still a ripoff. But the, it was actually ceramic. It never goes dull. It's made Ooh. from ceramic. Holy cow. It's not sharp if you're going to, like, shave with it. But if you pull it across your skin, that sharp edge across your skin in any way, don't test that knife like that. It's not the way to test that knife. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, we think of, like, sharp, like, things that cut, they have to be a metal of some kind. But a ceramic could be just as bad. There's some nasty stuff out there. Ceramics. Could a, could a plastic be a, as sharp? Like, if it was shaped it's a paper could be sharp, man. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, no I'm kidding. No I've kidding. had some, some raw cuts from paper, and that's a pretty what, benign material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fragile motherfuckers. We're bags of water, man. Yeah. We're walking around bags of water. Just enough gelatinous just fiber. Just to be yeah, like it's... Well, I'm not really waiting for that. I'm trying to avoid it. But. Trying to avoid it. <laughs> Doing my best. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good when you start leaking. Not good. No. No. That red water should stay inside. It's gonna stay in. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, follow, follow that up with some shit. <laughs> so, what are your feelings on Christmas? Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in general, pretty good time. Time off work. Can't really complain about that. Yeah. Everybody's in universal agreement. Um, the shopping is... Oh, man. It's, it's tricky figuring things out for people. That is... Uh, that one's tricky. Yeah, like buying uh, gifts for yeah, people. For sure. For sure. I'm. What do you think about yours? That we're, we're actually sampling some of your gift right now. I'm basically drinking your Yeah, your, your gift you. was awesome. Tyro, <laughs> uh, Angel of Death got me like eight new uh, um, uh, craft beers that I've never tried. Yeah, it's I haven't tried any of the beers that you got me. And each in big bottles, yeah, about uh, like 750 mils. Or this one's 650. But heavy, in that heavy, range. Heavy percentages. There, there was, a, it's yeah. polite of you to say that there was eight too because like I had to, you know, that was, had people over for the few days that it stayed in my living room, unwrapped the two that I never actually did give you. <laughs> <laughs> then I got the... Uh, the sort of rustic. I don't know if you guys are actually going to use that. The I think we wine would. holder. Yeah, sort of thing. that would be cool. Down here, yeah. Yeah, Let's keep it full. It'd be a good little podcast for sure. To loosen people up for sure. Yeah. Get a yeah. guy like myself on this rollerblading podcast. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. It's awesome to have you on. Um, so, it's it's a lot of obviously it's it's a lot of rollerbladers that listen to this podcast. Yeah, this is true. Um, what is your take on rollerblading? My what overall you, take? <laughs> I would have to say... And you can be complete, completely honest. My segue into it would be that I would hope it would be like, say, skiing compared to snowboarding these days, currently. Because it seems like skiing, anyways, has taken... Uh, it's kind of like re... It's taking the forefront. Like it seems oh, it's like killing. 
skiing yeah. was like it was it was just the only choice you had back in the day and then there was snowboarding and snowboarding was like this badass thing where like you know like your parents didn't do it so you had to do it and uh and when you really look at what snowboarding was when it actually took sort of the the throne or the the i don't know the crown jewel away from skiing yeah that was some lame-ass snowboarding but face it like <laughs> the yeah, like from yeah by today's standards for yeah, sure what was it uh Jeff Burton, I think, like, yeah, Jeff Burton, the founder of Burton Snowboards, I think, when he had, like, everybody had that one snowboard, and the stance was crap, and it was, like, way back on the board, but anyways, to bring it back into perspective with the whole rollerblading thing, uh, I don't know a whole ton about rollerblading, I'd have to say, if it's anything like skiing compared to snowboarding, versus basically, say, rollerblading to skateboarding, that would be badass, because I know that I, like, I used to skateboard, and seemed like a very a lot of jump and land on your feet not the board type shit <laughs> right and you see a lot of people doing that again and again but rollerblading like you pretty much got a jump and you're definitely landing on your feet or just eating shit right those are the two options to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah um i don't know how much i how stoked i am on sort of that new vibe of like i'm not sure if it's just uh maybe aging rollerbladers with the sort of like kind of dancey like intricate footwork definitely hard probably even harder than just like throwing out a big trick but from like the videos i've watched of you throughout the years of like some of the older stuff especially that was some fucking crazy shit with like there's one set of stairs i remember i think it's like a double set of stairs where it's like yeah that's fucking crazy like that was probably 12 15 i don't know how many feet down but it's it's amazing that that happened and you didn't just break your tailbone <laughs> your ass <laughs> so I'd have to say overall definite uh, really at the end of the day if you're getting outside of your house and doing really fucking anything right yeah. congratulations it doesn't matter what the really, hell it is really that's yeah 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 that's what I feel it's like just human beings finding something that they're stoked on in life whatever it is really you can't like clown on it because people are having fun yeah it's all about whatever vehicle people find whether it's shooting guns or riding rollerblades or riding a bike or driving cars like people just have to find whatever they're excited about doing you gotta have you gotta have a reason for going to work for eight to ten hours a day short of you know paying your bills keeping yourself warm having enough water yeah Life is, life is boring. <laughs> you need something to be excited about that's like, okay, it's worth it because on Saturday, I got like a few hours and I can go do this. Yeah. Whatever well, it is. Like, the pie chart of your life, right? stoked on. Yeah. You got work, you got family, companionship, and then you got, there's a slice. There's that slice of pie that's just the thing okay. you do. And if it's rollerblading, if it's shooting guns, if it's driving a Baja truck, if it's, you know, as long as it's not you know, wasting your life sitting around being a piece of shit or causing harm to others. And sitting around being a piece of shit is pretty fun. Mm. At, at times. Once in a while, it can be fun. But it gets old quick. That's the thing. Depends, though. Like, right now, we're if we're classifying what we're doing as sitting around being pieces of shit, yeah, it's pretty comfy. But <laughs> we got a fire here going. Got a computer. Just listen to Angel of Death. Got some ridiculously tall beers and coffees going. That's good. I don't really classify this as being a piece of shit, though. No, we're balling as fuck. A piece of shit would be like, uh, 
Like, I went to... What did I have to do? I had to get a coffee late at night the other night. And I pulled up to... I was like, where can I get a coffee? It's right near Christmas. And A&W was open. So I pulled into A&W's drive-thru, and they were like, oh, the... Uh, sorry, the drive-thru's closed, but we can help you inside. And I thought, I mean, I almost can't support this business. They've... They, they don't have a drive like the guy just talked me through the drive through he should be able to just like sell me a coffee I'm just going for a coffee it's, it's convenient just coffee. yeah I'm trying to see my friends How's go bowling the coffee come on man like I will pay double I don't want to get out of my car <laughs> so anyways go inside and then the guy just owns up I was like hey Merry Christmas how's it going man he's like it's going shitty just before you got here somebody opened up the drive through window grabbed the cash register and ran away and so that Whoa. person that did that shit is sitting in someone's basement right now, like, taking probably, like, a paring knife and just sitting around being a piece of shit trying to open up a cash register that he stole from a drive-thru at A&W. That is not a good use of your time. You're fucking up that piece of pie in your pie chart of your life. There's better ways to, to bring in the cash. Yeah, who even uses cash right now? Like, when's the last time oh, yeah. you bought a burger with cash? Long, Yesterday? Very long time. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't use cash. No. Like, what's the last thing you bought with cash money? Uh, I never buy things with cash. So, I... I can't even remember. I honestly like, I can't, can't remember. I use debit all, for everything. Yeah, just which is depressing. Hard. You get the statement and you're like... It's a lot of fucking cheeseburgers. No. <laughs> it just it just it just makes you feel like really weird about what money is, right? Because it's not like this f- physical thing that you obtained. It's just this number that's in a database on the internet. Like it's it, what some people are good at getting high numbers of it though, that's for sure. I don't know if they're necessarily happier. It's but... pretty sweet to get high numbers of it. Yeah. And it it is just like having a, a briefcase full of cash having this high number on online that you that exists somewhere and you use this card to I can't relate I've never really had that high number no (laughs) I've always just had that like blue collar number (laughs) you like to pretend you like to pretend that you don't have this high number which is smart that's a smart stance to take it's smart to pretend that you don't have a high number because then the number grows. Once you stop pretending, then the number starts diminishing. It's like, oh, hey, I'm balling. I could buy this uh, hot tub right here. What are you, you seen my digits? I know all about your digits. I will dude. fucking cut you. Hey, <laughs> I'm your brother. I know all this shit. <laughs> I know all the secrets. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. All of the secrets. Well, not well. Quite a few of the secrets. Jeez. I don't know about all, but quite a few. Where to bury that shit? Answer well. I, well, some obscure questions you can answer. I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Cops listen to this shit. Yeah, I don't want to incriminate you. No, you can talk about actually any crime as long as it's seven years old, except for uh, murder and abductions. Don't abduct anybody. Murder and abductions, those two things. They, there's no statute of limitations on those. On murder or abductions? Yeah, both those things. Oh, just, really? If you do that, just go to your grave with that stuff, you know? If it was it's weird that rape isn't included in that list. Like, mm-hmm. if you rape someone, isn't it like seven years? Like, I only know this because of Bill Cosby. Like, somehow it's beyond the this, statute of limitations, I'm, I'm, so he can't go to jail. 
like it's like 15 years ago like apparently like all these people are saying he he got they raped uh, they got raped by him but he can't actually be charged with it because it's beyond the statute of limitations but that's weird because rape is a pretty bad crime that's pretty bad yeah I that's a hard one to touch on especially online man it's a risky I don't make too many rape jokes, but I do got a one. I'll, I'll try one right now just for, for all the rollerbladers out there. My parents don't listen to this, do they? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Bill Cosby, you got to think. like He was a big proponent of Jell-O and selling that shit to us. And with what he's done, like, what's the petroleum jelly industry? You know, it's, it's like, related. It's got to be. How's, how's it affecting that? <laughs> do we, can we pull up some statistics? Dude, people are buy, probably buying more Jell-O. You think? Subconsciously, like it makes it seem more appealing. I'm not talking about regular Jello, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dirty in this podcast. Did he, uh, did he use? <laughs> is that a part of the thing? Did he use petroleum? Because I guess you can't rely when you're raping a chick. You can't rely on the natural lubrication that a girl's going to produce because you're putting her in a traumatic situation. Is is that an issue with rapists? Like, do they use a lubricant? You're talking to me like I'm. Uh like an authority on the subject, which <laughs> disturbs me, especially that we're online, but I can run with it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go scientific on this one and say that I think that the brain is the biggest sexual organ in the human body, so I, I'm going to assume that there's probably a percentage of people that, m- that might have some kind of fantasy and they're stoked on it, but overall, I think it's pretty much a negative. Pretty much a turnoff. Right. <laughs> pretty so heavy. Would a rapist want like something dry that like that might be a, a part of the thing is that they they force it in when it's not welcome like that's a part of the whole turn on about it they wouldn't pack some petroleum jelly in their in their pocket we can move on to another yeah, subject yeah I was like yeah. you know, we're gonna dig a we're gonna dig a deep hole Dude, we're going deep if we if, if, if yeah I was like man this is a it's like that's a you're getting you you're pitching a tent, dude. <laughs> you didn't tell me you were going to ask me those kind of questions on this pod. This okay. shit can be edited? We no. can move on. Um, you're, no, you're shaking your head. No, it can't, can't be edited. Oh, we'll run with it. No, we don't edit. <laughs> I'm way too lazy. To That's edit. out there. My future job prospects just, like, decreased. Yeah. <laughs> or yours did. I was actually pretty solid. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. No one even knows who you are. Most people think you're a rapist. You really... Yeah. I just <laughs> rape smart. Don't rape hard. Anyway, we'll yeah. Let's uh, get let's get off that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, moment of silence, maybe just a moment of silence for for those that have just a little one experienced that. Yeah, like I feel I feel for women who have been raped, but I feel a lot more for men who have been raped by men in jail. I don't. That's I don't. a lot worse. I'm, yeah, but let's, we so can jump, let's jump into jail worse. right there. That's not worse. I'd it's say, so much worse. What are you fucking talking about? Could you imagine being raped by a man? Yeah, but you're in jail. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Okay, okay. I said in jail, but even outside of jail. No, let's keep it within the confines of the yard. Jail. Okay, well, what crime did you do to get put in jail? Maybe if you if you raped some other guy, like maybe you deserve like, it. Finan- like, you embezzled. A lot of embezzling. Then you, Okay, and then you get raped up the ass by some fucking black dude. No, dude, that's, don't, bring, don't bring race into it. But not, race is important because black dudes have fucking huge hogs. 
That's the science. We have to edit this shit. I refuse to continue on this one. Okay. <laughs> Let's move. Let's move on. <laughs> How about no snow out there for Christmas? That's weird. <laughs> We're for us, yeah. We're for Canada. What's the ding? Not sure. Okay, we gotta rect- we gotta rectify that one. Uh, um, how do you follow that one? You don't. Um, we went too hard, too fast. Were you playing Angel of Death the second time? No. Can't can't play a song twice. You're right. That's that's like a white flag. It's like we're sorry. We, we okay. can't apologize. Oh, we're not. We, we're just. We gotta own we're ruthless. It. We're ruthless. Yeah, we gotta own it. People don't care what we say on this thing. No. Okay. I'm. All, I'm. I'm back on track. No. I was just startled. Yeah. People. That's. A train wreck is is good. Train wrecks are great. We can learn from it. Yeah. We won't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> people like people want to avoid failure. There's so much that you can learn from failure, and so much that you can. It's a good approach to, like, not fear failure. To just throw the paint against the wall yeah. and, like, whatever. See what happens. Yeah, it's like my job. I'm an electrician by trade. Yeah. If I make a mistake, it really hurts. <laughs> it's yeah. Shocking. A house gets burnt down. Boo-hoo. Hey. Yeah. Their Christmas. It's just a house. Really <laughs> went to hell. <laughs> oh, you spent Christmas in a shelter. Sorry. Yeah. That, I didn't know that that loose connection would would cause that fire. I'm trying. I did my best. I've actually never seen a, a house fire by electrical. I've seen the only house fire I've ever actually seen was a, believe it or not, a volume control on a home stereo system. Actually oh. caused yeah, it caused a drainage pipe. The, they had a whole bunch of resistors because they had their amp amp just cranked, and then they had their volume control just slammed down. But it had all these little resistors on it, and they heated up, and they just happened to be right near a drainage pipe. And apparently, once that stuff gets hot enough, it's actually pretty flammable. The drainage pipe? Yeah. Is it going, like a plastic? Like yeah, like an ABS kind of thing, like a black the black drainage pipe you see yeah. when you're getting your house built, sort of thing. Oh wow! Yeah, and the dude was he was pretty badass. The guy whose house it was, he just smashed his own wall in and put the fire out. He saw it happening, and it was just basically a faulty. Can we trash talk? Giant companies like Leviton on this thing? Are we going to get sued? <laughs> uh, no, I, d- I doubt anyone from Leviton yeah. is going to... As long as Leviton's not... <laughs> anyone out there that's stoked on rollerblading and serious bass and volume control, maybe avoid Leviton. It's, it's a real <laughs> train wreck. Right real train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Man. If you like houses not on fire, Leviton's probably not your choice. <laughs> that would suck to like just come home and your house is just on fire. Okay, I got a question for you. You okay. come home, and you see a giant rig, just and they're just loading all your possessions, your family albums, your possessions, that birdcage right. over there, uh, all this rollerblading paraphernalia, everything, your computer, putting it in the truck, and they're definitely they're definitely robbing you blind, professionally robbed. They're taking it out on bed sheets they threw. I've been professionally robbed. You ever been professionally robbed? No. It's a bummer. I've never even been amer- amateurably robbed. No? I, I don't I, think I've, I've never been robbed. I, well, I, t- I was like satellite robbed, I guess. I wasn't really... I personally wasn't robbed. It was, it was more when... Uh, yeah, when 
my significant other was at school and they just threw down the bed sheets threw all the good stuff on the bed sheet and just left the house and wow. she came home and was just wow where's my computer where's my like the weirdest of stuff where's my socks where's my underwear oh, fuck. oh who wants it? They, they don't they're really they don't discriminate they just take everything and sort it out later yeah yeah exactly back in the bat cave or wherever the hell they take it yeah <laughs> back when they're that pie chart of their life thing they're just they're up to no good hanging out <laughs> they got all this free time I'm just gonna go take some, somebody's shit. You think we can take these underwears to the pawn shop and get a couple of bucks? Oh, we, maybe a couple. Yeah, take them. Couldn't hurt to try. <laughs> so I come home and and. So yeah, you come um, home. There's a there's a rig. What like do you a, do? A truck. People you're, are just loading shit. Up it, they're the almost done. Most of, all the good stuff. Obviously thugs. Yeah, they're tough. Like they're no no. Let's say they're not tough. There's one tough guy, but there's two others that you know you could just you could row through the two others. But your but your bag from rollerblading because it is a rollerblading podcast. So you've just come back and being like, man, I really killed it. You, you, great video, good footage. Oh, I'm in that mood because <laughs> yeah. that changes things. Okay, so this is your because I'm feeling. That's your power. I go right straight there. for the fucking driver because he's got the big keys. Guy? Oh, okay, so you just he's got the keys to the rig. So I fuck up the driver. I kick him in the balls really hard. Skates on or off? It doesn't matter. But they're probably off because I'm I'm coming in. It's not like I work. Uh, skates You probably didn't drive home like that. No, so I'm. I'm Have you ever? Uh, actually, I I don't I don't know if I've ever driven, maybe driven a block with my skates on. <laughs> like if it's like oh just we're going over here, okay, like yeah, yeah, doing something ridiculous. We'll yeah. Just go over here, but <laughs> never not home. They're off. No. So, yeah. Fuck up the driver. Um, take the keys, because then they're not going anywhere with my shit. I, I think I'd go and then from then yeah I, my I'm, thoughts I'm of vehicle sure. just like pull the fuel line something weird like it's you're probably gonna get your ass kicked there's three dudes at the end of the day I'm thinking one dude's tough two dudes you could row through I don't know I'm thinking pretty much mangle the vehicle the vehicle's stuck there and then just get on you know take an ass kick and do whatever but get on your cell phone and just try and lock that down because yeah. you got you got thousands of dollars worth of stuff in that truck like what's one ass kicking it's yeah. nothing but see, yeah, now that I've had a little bit of time to think, this might not be exactly what I do, but now that I've had time to think about it, I would definitely, like I said, fuck up the driver, take the keys, and then I would text you and tell you what was happening yeah. <laughs> and tell you to get your ass up here right now <laughs> to help me out with the other, like, six dudes that are here. No, there's just two others. Okay, whatever. There's just three of them. It's like they're a tight-knit group. But... I don't really want to fight like two dudes at the same time. Two's okay. Three, impossible. Mo- they could be they could be eight year old kids who you still got a hell of a battle on your hands. <laughs> Think about it. three angry eight year olds. Good luck. <laughs> I think disabling the vehicle would be the proper first step. For but sure. Then after that, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'm like, oh shit. At that point, There's I mean, few, it's fight. It, it could be fight or flight. Like you gotta. I'd say flight for 30 feet. Get yourself back there and just, just sort of evaluate. If you can just mangle the thing, just go under there and like with just sort of like a rudimentary knowledge of you know mechanics, just yank off all the stuff that's important, like brake line. Well, I, don't have, I don't have a rudimentary knowledge of the mechanics. I think, so, uh, so I just think take the keys because then they can't start the, the truck. That's like the only just, knowledge mechanically that I have. Just go for a like wires. They're important. They do something. Pull wires. Just, just wires. start pulling Pulling wires, like little pipes, a little... I'm thinking fuel. Whatever you just, can fuck up. Fuel is generally... A, but then like, you gotta, like... I guess... I, guess I just you, go for the... Just that one might be smart, because then you don't have to fuck any of them up 
right away. No, and you're protected. You got a giant oh, rig overhead of you. Like they're probably like, you just crawl over there. Like they got TV. They're kind of confused with why you just. You but know, are there just loose hanging wires that you can just pull? Just look. I, I would say just. Are they the, hidden? For the listeners out there, if this happens, I think the best advice that I could give you is maybe just scoot under that truck and just find the gas tank. It's going to be a big ass wreck tank. It's pretty obvious. There's a tube going to where you fill it up and another tube going towards the motor. Just find the little tube, not the big one. The big one, you're filling it up with the big one. The little one, just yank that shit off. And then from there, I mean, you're still fueling the line. The pump's probably on the block or an electric thing. It's going to run for, like, I don't know, maybe a couple minutes. But really, like, it's a big truck. It guzzles. So at that point, yank that thing off. If it's an in-tank pump, it's not going anywhere. It's got no pressure. From there, you've got all your stuff. And then you've got three dudes that are going to basically have to hit the street and run. At that point, you probably don't have to do any work. Yeah, that's true. And all your shit's just sitting there. Yeah, and then you're kind of like, sweet, I got a free truck. (laughs) You could also just slash tires, couldn't you? Well, do you just roll around with something that can do that? Plus, if if we're talking about like a... you need like... I guess I don't have a knife in the car. Yeah, you gotta think logically. And plus, to boot, do you really want to stab a knife into like a 10-ply semi-truck tire or something like that? That that might be explosive. You might get hurt doing that. You might not just want to go for that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if you stab a knife into a, into a semi-tire. If someone said they'd give me a hundred bucks to do that, I think I'd decline. Really? Like I've, I've seen I've seen semi-trucks driving down the highway, and their tire blows, and it disintegrates. We all see that shrapnel on the side of the road. There's wires in it, there's metal in it. Do you really want to just stab one of well, those? Like, while it's best? spinning. True, it's at high speed, but... And it probably slaps like the, around. Probably flat. the worst that's going to happen is the knife would, might shoot back. But if you're not, like... No, no. if. It's in, that air is not going to get enough purchase on the knife shooting back. I think the knife's the least of your worries. Uh, but I do think, like, uh, I mean, we're look, we're talking, what, 40 PSI, 50 PSI. Uh, there's some metal bands. Who knows what kind of condition that tire is. I'm thinking some, some blowback from the actual tire you're stabbing. Yeah, I would stab it, like, like, like an arm, arm's length away. You know, like, hit it like a baseball. Yeah, like, your, your like hand out. has, like, a hundred bones in it that are precious. Huh. A lot of nerve endings. It be really painful. I don't I don't think that's the way. I think I'd just do that gas tank stuff. Or take the keys. Fuck up the driver. Take the keys. True. I mean, it's, it's, it depends how you're feeling, I think. Like, if you come back and you're feeling good, like you've been doing been doing yoga, working out, like you feel really flexible, you're hydrated. Hydration's super important. <laughs> Hydration is really important. Yeah. You don't want to, like, pull half your back muscles fighting a no. guy who... Lives on the North Shore of Kamloops. <laughs> none, exactly. of your, none of your listeners live over there, right? <laughs> People don't think about how much, how important cardio is when mm. fighting. Like cardio is a pretty important thing. It's massively like, important. but but I think that's a given. For you're, you've been rollerblading all day, you got that. You must have right. You've got that in your bag of tricks. Yeah, that's important. But really, yeah, unless. I don't really care if they're taking anything other than, like, even even my computer. I would just be like, hey, can you just pass me that external hard drive that I have plugged in there? It has, <laughs> has everything backed up. Okay, cool. You can take the computer. I don't give a fuck. It's really, like, what? Like, a couple grand. Like, Say they're okay. taking your... It, we've all of a sudden turned this into, like, that... What's that Denzel Washington movie? Where's, like, a badass that's hired to... Protect a family and uh, was it, it untouchable yeah. or something like this? Like, uh, 
They're lo- they're his family gets killed or something, and no, then no, he, the... he's like a mild alcoholic that gets hired to under man, man on fire. That's what man on fire. Man on fire. <laughs> they're ta- they're just taking they're just taking. They've got my sister and your daughter, just just chained up in the back, like intricately. Okay. Up. Oh shit. Well, at that point, it's on. I don't. Th- I don't even. I changed right. the gas tank thing at that point. If you're taking family members, yeah, then it's a hundred percent dark. It's murder. <laughs> yeah, then it becomes a hundred percent dark. Then it becomes like um, extremely fucking dark. Yeah. Then three guys really means nothing. You're you're willing to die. You're going in hard. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of lose any kind of, like, intelligent thinking at that point. And it's just like you're seeing red, and you just... You're, well, you're you just, just willing, like, they could, they could cut your hand off. Like, oh, cut your hand off with a samurai sword, <laughs> and you're like... Like, you get the, the blood spray? You don't yeah, care. It's spraying matter. in the air. You just sharpen... It doesn't matter. You're punching them with, like, the... Bone. The you just bone. sharpen yeah. my bones. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're spraying blood into their eye, like... <laughs> definitely not leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what other uh, theatrical ridiculous situations could we have here? You've jumped, you've jumped out of a plane with three other Navy SEALs. You're not a Navy SEAL. You all have parachutes. Yours doesn't open. But you're in free fall because you're doing that like high elevation drop sort of thing. you got oxygen tanks. Everything's happening. And you know no matter what, you're dead. Your reserve's not opening. Your regular's not opening. And there's three Navy SEALs that are at like higher than Mount Everest height dropping. And you basically have to midair fight one. What do you do? What do you do? do you just so they're not my friends. They're not. Well, my you friends. were stoked on them before. Like they were okay. You had a beer with them, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna take you out. This is gonna be awesome." And just unfortunately, none of your stuff worked. So I can't be like, I would just like yell like, "Yo, I'm fucked." Yeah. Come over here, hug me. Yeah. Hug like, me. would you go for a hug? Can you? I don't yeah, know. I'd go for the hug. Can you go for a hug? Like, well, they're they're Navy SEALs. Like, they're probably trained to kick your ass at ten thousand. But if they're if they're down with me, then they're they're gonna try to save me. But do you think that a guy like a Navy SEAL is okay with a man-on-man hug at high elevation like that? Yeah. You think they'd save your life? I mean, save, oh, yeah, for sure. Just tap your head, rub your tummy, and they'd be like, oh, that's not good. Like, <laughs> this shit's not working. Well, I'd at least try to get them to help me. Okay, well, then let's say that they were, say one of them was, like, from Iraq. And, okay. he, and, and it was just a weird, we had this, like, training program where we thought we could work one-on-one with the enemy. It was something really, really obscure, but for some reason, you know, both governments thought that it would work. But one guy was an enemy, basically, for, for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be Iraq. It could be whatever yeah. reason that... I would try. I mean, I don't you, have would you go for, You'd go for the hug with the friendlies, and if that didn't work, you'd pretty much fight the enemy? I would be, like, the hugging, like, eh, eh, you want, <laughs> want a hug? No, not you? Okay, what about you? Like, A, B, C, D, like, I would go through them all. It would. I wouldn't even be thinking about the the plausibility of, of each man hug. I would just be wanting one of them to give me a man hug. Yeah, that was a trick question. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> so where's it go from here? These are all. This is good beer. Hard, hard topics to follow up. Yeah, this was a pretty reasonable present. Hey, what did you get me this again? Is a great present. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy. I didn't buy a single Christmas present this year. I bought uh, Carly something, but it didn't even come. 
It'll come after Christmas. Oh, Coffee Maker? Yeah. And then she bought all the presents. Which, well, she used my money to buy presents. So that was like my, my gift to people. Just, just I don't know. What did she get you? Or what did we get you? Oh, you guys got me... Well, Carly, I think, was in charge of quite a lot of my stuff. Like She was sort of yeah. the, the brains that got me the, the waffle shirts, which were really nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, what else did Good we to have some, some Oh, actually, shirts. what do we got right here, actually? I really love this gift here. I've got the... Uh, the book, this is, well, I don't know if the, the listeners out there need to know that, that I was just provided with The Psychopath Inside, uh, of a personal account by James Fallon, a neuroscientist's personal journey into the dark side of the brain, where basically he gets, uh, he realizes that he is a psychopath, but he's also educated in that realm, and he just talks about it. It's kind of a weird, weird gift, you know, but I'm into it. I think everybody has a psychopath inside. And people just manage it in a certain way. Like, everyone has certain biological instincts that they're born with to whatever, protect or or hunt or provide. And, and, and they're excited by certain things. Like, everyone, a lot of people, you see it on, like, people love violent movies. People love, like, I think things that trigger that that thing inside them that wants this extreme situation like we just talked about for, yeah, for a while robbery. like oh what's going to happen when people are kidnapping your kid and your and your daughter like people kind of get a, a, a charge out of thinking even thinking about stuff like that yeah and everyone no, has say, that in them to like everyone's got know, their, own, get, their own twist on it their own twist on it right like I personally think that uh, stuff like uh, like the movie Fight Club that sort of vibe of the duality Edward Norton and Tyler Durden kind of thing like that's that's an interesting take on the human mind probably the first time that was ever explored theatrically but uh, some other some people have yeah like there's there's a lot of I guess facets to being alive being a human and what what can go sort of get you away from the picture perfect version of being what we would consider normal, which is really nobody is that. Yeah. I think for, for men especially, like, the whole, like, we grow into this life that I think girls are more trained for than boys. Like, girls grow up playing, playing with dolls and, like, being, oh, I'm the mommy and this is my doll and I'm taking care of this. Oh, I'm baking cookies. And then boys are running around with, like, toy guns and, like, playing with, like, G.I. Joe's and shit. It, it, like, we're totally not... We're not, like, ready for the world that awaits us. Whereas girls, it's like they're preparing for that world. They're preparing to be mommy and cook and take care of the house. I like, think it depends what part of the world you're talking about. If you were to look at, like, say, an American soldier and a housewife, you know, growing up playing G.I. Joe and, and, and his significant other growing up baking cookies and playing with Barbie dolls like that's that's perfect you know, you, you've, you've well yeah if it's wartime and you're off to war yeah but yeah I, great that's what you're prepared for in terms of what about me dude <laughs> like just the monotony of regular average Joe life waking yeah. up every day going to a job that you don't necessarily hate or you don't love you just sort of do because you have to that yeah like I didn't play that game when I was six no <laughs> No guy did. No. It's totally like, 
like a woman's world that we just like okay here deal with this and so I think there's like a certain part of us that that needs certain outlets in order to to fulfill ourselves whether it's murdering people <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch but <laughs> just some kind of like some kind of outlet for that like it's like we we're playing we're playing guns and shit when we're young like what does that what are the transferable skills for that situation man i got to say like have you played guns when you're old it's more fun it really is. Yeah, it, does, I guess it doesn't you, have that game doesn't yeah, have to stop. In, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's can, true. It can yeah. be a lot of fun. Like, yeah. You know, you're shooting at something when you're a kid that's like in your yard, and then when you're all of a sudden in your mid thirties, you're shooting at something. You're thinking about a kilometer, like what is it, seventeen hundred and or not sorry, not a kilometer, a mile, uh, seventeen hundred and sixty or seventeen hundred and forty yards or something like that. And I that, guess I that, just need a gun. That's that's what what the conclusion of this is. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with having one. It's a, no. I need a gun. You you should you yeah. should at the end of the day you should you, you should, should investigate yeah. that round. Take anyways. me out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing a podcast. You come with me and do my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Be a yeah. lot of fun. There's something. Because you because you uh, actually hunt. You're a hunter. Yeah. You're uh, you own guns. Yeah. 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 I want to kill like a, I want to kill a deer. I want to kill something. My advice would be start small, because it's not something where you just want to jump into it. To be honest, it's not for everybody. I know that. I kind of want that, like, just th- thrown in. I just wanna, I want to kill like a big deer. I want to kill a deer. Yeah, there's or nothing. Or a bear, or whatever. Like, I want to. Yeah. Ki- oh, I really just want to kill something. Or just a man, whatever. Yeah. I think I got a book written about it. <laughs> I just want to kill, kill things. It's, it's good to try, anyways, just to see where you stand on the subject. Yeah. It's, it's sort of a... Even if... I'm, I might have the experience, and I've, I've heard about people having the experience where they, where, where they shoot a deer, and then they're just devastated. They just feel like shit. Yeah, no, that happens. Oh my God. It does happen. And it, it like... That might happen to me. I don't know. It probably... To be I honest, I could... Like, my first time... I remember the first... The very first time was I had a, a friend with me and I had just spotted the deer and he had shot it and I got to sort of see the insides or the <laughs> no pun intended got to sort of see the insides the outsides blah 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 just how it was done the process yeah and then uh, the first time I ever did it myself when I was by myself um, I remember doing it and uh, like I look fondly upon that day I, I remember thinking like there was there was sadness for sure I, I definitely it wasn't. Uh, sociopath about it or anything it happened um, I knew I knew I'd hit it and I was like I was really excited like I knew it was going to be a success um, I'd kind of practiced for it done my done my prep in terms of going to the range knowing what I could and could not do with that rifle and uh, I remember getting down to the animal and seeing something you know big or bigger than myself thinking oh, you know I've just done this like and, and it's something to something to digest at that time like it's something you haven't seen before well you might have seen before with a friend but I remember thinking like I gave it its, I gave it its appropriate sort of, uh, uh, space and time where I, you know I respected that animal. I thought, man, I really, like I took you, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat you, and I can't believe just how hard it's gonna be to get you to my vehicle <laughs> to get you home. It's gonna yeah. be dark, and I'm yeah. all by myself. And 
It's, a, it's there's something to be said about doing that by yourself and coming home at night. By the time it's done, you know, it's it's light out when it happens. But you'd be surprised. That's how extra crazy that. that you were by yourself. I've done it a number of times by myself. I did it. Yeah. I did it this year by myself. Uh, Even just hauling that animal had to be a lot of work to. Yeah, it's well, pretty heavy, a lot of dead weight. The big thing is when you first start, you want to keep it in one piece. You think, oh, this is this is insane. Like I gotta show, you know, my family, my friends. Like this is awesome. Right. And uh, after after a while, you start to realize you don't have to keep it in one piece. If it's in a bad place, you you know you got to keep uh, evidence of sex on it in terms of what season it is. But short of that, you can. Cut it up, and you can you can take it out in a couple of trips. Yeah, you can quarter it up. You can, yeah, you can but even like slicing it up into pieces—that's not your everyday. No, when you're sitting there with like uh, like my house right now, kind of hunting season happened, and then things got busy at work, and life got in my face, and uh, I've got like gear that's hanging off the side of my house from hanging deer on the back of my porch, basically. You know, take t- skinning them for the most part. You take guts out in the field, but skinning them and either butchering them yourself in your house, or if you got a real bad timeline or you want to get something special done, taking it to the butcher. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, so before you made your first kill, did you like educate yourself on how to like degut animal, or is that? Yeah. Well, I got lucky because I had. Uh, like you kind of read about it. you have to take a course so you kind of you're half prepped like you get you kind of okay. get the the science or the 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 method is given to you through text and then so there's a course oh yeah no you have to take a course you, you have, have to take a course to get like your ticket yeah like before i ever did it i was into the target shooting thing which is what i was what i'm still into but yeah. um yeah to get into the the hunting end of things you got to not just be able to own guns but you have to take another course which kind of like lets you identify different species and so on and so forth right. and from there uh yeah you kind of get a rough idea what's going on and then when you go out you're you know what you're about to get into you don't just go into it blind you're kind of you're a little nervous about if it's going to happen what's going to happen or if you've had friends show you or this or that like i didn't get the luxury of growing up with like say a father that hunted grew up with one that fished but not not hunted so I had to kind of you know modify some of how that was done to figure out some of it on your own yeah different application but overall um good learning experience in terms and yeah like you get to do a lot of neat stuff like butchering butchering one by yourself that's a lot more uh more intimidating because you've got like what do you label that you know that cut that that roast is it a roast you don't know like (laughs) you're watching YouTube videos that's a good thing about being alive in the future Go on YouTube, you do whatever, you learn whatever. Yeah. But all said and done, like, it's pretty good stuff. You get a whole bunch of supercharged, protein-packed meat that's better than anything you can buy in a oh, total store. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I yeah, would very much like to experience that. But it, yeah, it definitely takes a lot of preparation. And yeah, it's... It's worth it. I think I might be coming to a bit of an end on it. Like, I don't know if... I don't plan on shooting deer as much anymore. I feel like I've kind of... I'm done with that as of this year. For now, anyways. Like, yeah. I've, ha- I've got a friend who the same thing kind of happened to. You just... You kind of reach a bit of a plateau, maybe. You've done it enough times. Done it for years. And short of maybe moving up the chain, going for a different animal or something like that. Or also... You know, maybe right now I'm thinking, you know, I've 
I've done this for a long enough time that is it is it my thing? Do I want to keep going with with killing different animals? Like I'm not the guy that puts stuff on the walls and oh I remember back ten years ago I shot this mountain goat blah blah blah. Right. You know that's not my thing. So I don't know. You got to kind of wonder. Do you want to keep going with it? The target shooting thing that's a lot of fun. I like that more more so than hunting. Yeah. Just going that. But you can't apply that. Like you can't be shooting at a mile at something alive. You've got bullet flight the time it takes to get there it's you can't reliably predict what an animal's going to do that far away you can only really do long range to a reasonable respectable distance before uh external factors the the, the animal being startled by a branch breaking that you didn't even know was going to happen and it looks somewhere and you, you've got a bullet flight of you know a couple of seconds before that happens it takes two you know two seconds for it to get animated well it's a it's applicable to what you're doing but like as a sport it's that's it's fun on its own just yeah. it's just a, attempting to hit some kind of target yeah a very far distance away it's a lot of fun yeah sure it, it could come in handy yeah <laughs> and you yeah, shoot for some guns. hunting application yeah should we roll on to another topic here is that how this works we play, can do that play that we out. want <laughs> Can we play uh play another song? Is that possible? <laughs> well, we <laughs> could. Um, what uh, what song do you want to play? Antoine Helicopters. We, we could play the the one hour intermission song. Yeah, we should do intermission. I'm basically just trying to take a take a leak. <laughs> What was the song? Antoine. Antoine Helicopters. Pretty solid one. Most people out there listening should check out the music video. It's got a good uh, bullet Steve McQueen sort of rip off, slathered in Old English. Did I sell, spell uh, Antoine correctly? A-T-A-N-T-W-O-N. Yeah, that's it. Antoine? Antoine Helicopters. Let's search just Antoine. Space, did I spell helicopters wrong? Helicopters? No. H E L I C O P T E R S? Can you just not put Antoine? Yeah. We're killing our intermission here. We're sort of people who've got grade six educations, horrible spelling. How many people normally listen to your podcast, Todd? What are we looking at here? Uh, like a couple thousand. You're serious? <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of apologies. Yeah. Those those couple thousand people, just feel free to maybe maybe just if you've been sitting around, go take that leak right now. If you've been enjoying a giant six hundred and fifty milliliter monster beer. It's see, Christmas. They gotta cut us some slack. Like it's uh it's a little bit sloppy. We're doing our best. I think I think it's been pretty tight so far. It's so, it's it's been pretty good. Totally I'm tried. pretty stoked. Big words. <laughs> Tom, okay. Uh, Antoine, uh, this is hard. Just put in put in any song you know. Put in that one, Easy Rider. That was a kicking song. 
You can you can just go pee. I can just talk. Okay, that's fine. You're gonna carry the ship. Um, yeah, I'll carry the ship, and then you have to do the same <laughs> when I get. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, I just uh, hmm. Rollblading is at a very exciting stage right now and I'm more stoked on where it's at than ever. I love that there's lines being drawn in the sand and uh, people are moving in new directions and people are fighting against new directions. It's, it's, it's very exciting. I think we need more controversial directions in rollblading. More people need to push blading into realms that people hate and are faced with uh, hatred and physical violence. I'm really excited on this Colin Brady edit that just got released. I'm very excited that someone threatened to slap him hard. That, uh, I want more of that. I want more new directions where uh, people want to slap you hard. That's, uh, there's many directions where you can go where it'll make you, make people want to slap you really hard. And you know you're going the right direction where people just want to slap you. Are, you. are we getting out of that? Um, I'm just talking about some new edit that came out and people people wanted to slap the person really hard for for uh, putting it out for rollerblading stuff. What's this? uh, What are these videos I see you guys making? I always see on my Facebook. I got you. I got Joey, and I always see uh, it's like a certain type of. It's like a fr- wizard frame, I think it's called. Is that right? Yeah. It, are they different size? Like, why are there so many of them? What is it? Um, it's like a, it's a frame that my friend Leon made. It's an aluminum frame, and it's uh, it fits ninety mil wheels, which is like a Big lot bastards. bigger than what n- normal like aggressive rollbladers use. Yeah. For normal aggressive uh, rollbladers, they use like a sixty mil. So like a at, little at, thing? at a max. Yeah. So the 60 mil is, is usually big. Usually no, we're just talking the, the diameter, of, like the thickness of the wheel from bearing to road surface kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and these are like oh, big, wait, like six, 90 mil. No, that'd be like straight up diameter. We're talking like 90 mil. That's going to be like a 9 centimeter. That's a big, that's a, what are we talking here? Like a big wheel. Like the, the diameter. So from basically road surface to almost bottom, like the, the width of the wheel. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Hmm. So like nine centimeters. Yeah. Like pretty big. That doesn't seem that big. Um, for a wheel and for what, uh, for what we're used to, it's, it, you know, the funny thing is it's not that big. It's only a 30 mil difference. And what is, 30 mil is not three that cent- much. Three centimeters? But culturally, it's a huge difference. It's it's like the difference between a skateboard and a longboard. Oh yeah. It's like it's like the people that are like hardcore about 
how technology should be are like, what the fuck? Like you guys are skating like a ninety mil wheel. Like well, that's like really ridiculous. like opinionated young young. Yeah, like out there ninety mil. Like, traditionally, is is like a speed skate. It's like that's what speed skaters use. Like big oval tracked, like yeah. Olympian type. So it's stuff. like for aggressive skaters to think about like other aggressive skaters using ninety mil wheels. It doesn't make any sense. It's like what the fuck are you doing? Like are that's you, crazy. Are you guys the first? Like is this sort? Yeah. Yeah, are you put this, this wizard frame. Does it sort of bolt to the bottom of a of any of, of any, any skate? skate. Stand, yeah. Is it kind of like a skateboard standard or skateboard or snowboard binding type thing? Standard bolt pattern to change your frame. Is that how that works? Yeah, it's called UFS, which is like universal frame standard, where it can bolt onto any boot. Okay. Right. So like the bolts are like the the, the same distance apart. So you can conceivably buy a uh, a any boot, boot. And, and a shit ton of frames, and you can be rolling. You can be doing your aggressive thing with small wheels that are yeah. really low profile. They're all kind of tucked up to the skater. You can get some beefy monster truck shit that's going to run these 90s. Exactly. You can change them out. Yeah. So, like, 90s, no one has been ever, like, skated 90s and done, like, jumps and, like, shit like You're going to get them. But these frames, these frames, like, kind of allow for that kind of skating because there's, like, a certain pattern of, like, wheel each, each wheel is at a different height on the frame mm. like a like a strategic height like if you think about like if all the Almost wheels like curve to it or something yeah it's it's got a curve that like um like the front wheels are a little higher allowing for like a transition onto a piece of wood or a ramp something like this exactly it's like if if, if they were all the same height um the, each wheel would wear in a certain way if you rode them for like a month then yeah. like the, the front wheel would wear a whole bunch and the second wheel would wear because you'd be dragging a little bit less. Kind of thing when you're the third a little bit less. There's like a natural pattern to the way the wheels would wear. Can you just rotate those puppies like a car? You can, yeah. But then when you rotate them, your your setup feels totally fucked up because you want them to be at those heights because that's like where they work optimal optimally. Yeah. That's the optimized position of each wheel. So these frames position the wheel at those optim optimized positions kind of like well mountain biking there see they've gone from like the standard what is it like a 16 or 26 i can't remember the dimension but they've gone to a bigger a bigger wheel and i, I remember when there was that transition period of a small wheel in the back and a bigger one in the front yeah like you got you got to kind of progress your sport no matter what nobody's just like you know what we nailed it we got this thing done like no more technology needs to be introduced exactly boring exactly yeah it's like it this is like taking that into consideration where it's like okay how are our wheels like every like all like rollerblading technology is is total shit like for how long it's been around people just don't really think about progression they're just like yeah this is amazing and people think about grinding so much that they're just like thinking about how big the plastic can be on the side of the skate yeah and the skates right now are horrendous but people don't want to admit that People are so like religious about their like the skate setups and how they are. It's like no, this is the best way that we can do it, and like no, like well, what are what are like say a top top three uh, criteria points that you'd want to see introduced? Like what would just be like just walk me through your perfect skate given what you're doing at this time in your in your sport. Well, it's it's comfort speed and um, energy transfer so energy transfer is like you don't want some 
you don't want materials that move a lot when you're when you're skating because that's energy lost. Mm -hmm. Like a soft material like plastic, yeah, is gonna like bend and creak, and it's not like solid. You want like an like these wizard frames are made of aircraft aluminum. They're solid as fuck. So when you push, there's no bending or moving. It's not a soft material. It just like responds to what you're doing, and, and you go so fast, you know. Like, and you're going to get more speed out of those big wheels that they're allowing you to yeah, run. Yeah, the big wheels is like more more smoothness. You're not going to feel the cracks as much. They're just going to glide over cracks. And are these feel more. like I, I see some guys where they'll like they're definitely just going from point A to point B. Point A just happens to be like 5 or 10k or more away from point B. And uh and they're basically just traveling. They're not doing uh anything extreme, nothing yeah. aggressive. Are those the wheels that those guys are running basically something that you're throwing on these wizard frames and exactly and like, instead of going from point A to point B, you're actually like, you know, we're gonna hit this jump, we're gonna hit this ramp, we're gonna jump up on this box, blah blah blah. Well, yeah, what they're trying to do is like combine the best of both worlds. Like you want it, like these these frames are the best for getting to if you're just skating just from point A to point B on normal pavement that's got rocks and cracks and. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get that and wipe out yeah, on your face. Like, <laughs> they work really well, and the the positioning of the wheels makes them like really maneuverable. So you still get that maneuverability that people people think of like big wheels as like okay, they're really fast, but you can't like turn on a yeah, dime like you can like small wheels. Stuff, yeah. But because of the positioning, you actually can like turn. You have the maneuverability because realistically, I'm assuming just from what you've told me. You're not really real, like it's what four wheels per skate. Like that's yeah. how much I don't know about this sport. But yeah, um, I'm assuming the first one is up. I don't know. Let's say three quarters of a centimeter. Next one, we're talking maybe you know a quarter of a centimeter. So realistically, yeah. you're really just ripping around for your maneuverability is coming on the fact that you've only really got two skates touching flat ground until right. you need those other two fronts or or you kind of exactly. get into that scenario. Yeah like one or maybe one or two wheels are touching the ground at any given time. So you're basically rolling on a big ass wheel that's going to get you turning on a dime, possibly even faster than these 60s that you said you were rolling on, 60s or Oh, a lot faster. Yeah. So a so a total best of both worlds. Yeah. It's the um, best of all of it. It's 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 fucked up because all these years like you kind of have it beaten into you that bigger wheels are faster but you don't have the maneuverability and all of a sudden there's like this frame that you can have 90 mil wheels and you have just as much maneuverability if not more so than these 60 mil wheels just because of the the positioning of the wheel and the fact that they're made out of aluminum instead of plastic yeah it's like these frames are fucking fast fucking maneuverable like they're good like, so what's really good. what's the uh and they bolt up to anything Basically, yeah. so they got the standard any UFS. Yeah, UFS. So yeah. what's uh, what's out there that's like what's nipping at it at this frame's heel? Is there something? Is there like a competitor? Like there somebody are, out there has to be doing some other stuff. Well, there are there are other aluminum or like metal frames. What's like a different like what what is the the main threat? Like there's always that. You know how it's right. like. Yeah, you know, Ford Chevy. That there thing. are there's something called rockered frames, which Rock. is like the two middle wheels are lower than the two outer wheels, 
and those are pretty good, but like um, they're not. How do you say it? Like they're very specialized for like a particular task. Slalom skating, like you see the Korean oh, like skids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, the I think Korean I, skids, I showed like, you that before. That was even a thing. And and those are like perfect for that style of skating. But these I'm, are like somewhere in the middle where it's like they you can still do that kind of stuff, but you 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 still have the stability that you have with a flat frame. Like those rocker frames that the Korean kids yeah. have, like you don't see those kids just skating down the street. Um, they're, you well, they're might, specialized. They, you that's might one see them, but, they... but like just keeping your balance on those skates is like really hard because the rocker is so much. Like these are... Well, they're, try, like, they're trying to cut like yeah. two feet. Like crazy cuts. And like they just want to move their feet. And, yeah. and they're great for that. They should... That's the thing I'd like... Like, from just a complete outsider, I could be talking complete random trash, but, like, when I see some of the, like, uh, random... Say, if you could combine two worlds, basically. You could take yeah. the street... The sort of the street world of just a... Imagine you could do some slow-mo panning. Like, there's a skateboard movie from what I remember. I think it was called Girl Yeah Right or something like this. One of those ones where it just showed, like, really slow motion, ultra-sick kick flips, heel flips very slow thick sound to every trick done if yeah. you could take almost kind of a street scene uh rollerblading where it's like people like myself wouldn't fully be like is this how hard is this where someone's kind of like the, the thing i refer to as sort of dancing around or whatever but if you could put some kind of like challenge to it or structure to it with those little yellow sort of cubes or triangles that those koreans use and just make this crazy like street course like take that and throw it down to like a, an environment that it's probably never. I don't know if that's even done. It might be. I don't know. I'm, I haven't watched enough, but the, it hasn't been done. It would but, be but, bad. Well, we've done it a little bit, where you put basically you put cones in in the middle of the city, in the middle of different objects, yeah. and you can really combine it with whatever you want. I'd like to see. Like I, I could think. I can think of ideas of like. Like, just from sort of, like, I can't roll a blade. I probably can't go very far at all in those things. But I can think of, like, it's like, listen, I can't play a musical We'll change that tonight. Yeah. yeah. After little, you finish that beer. A little late. That's, that thing is finished. Where's the rest we'll of your... Throw the wizard frames on Where's you. the rest of your present that I can drink because <laughs> you didn't get me one? No. <laughs> hey, I gave you three uh, Granville Island uh, beers. The, those the little ones? The little ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Add them up. It's like a thousand mils. Yeah, That's I a guess. lot of love. I guess they That's count. brotherly love, brotherly love right there. I guess they count. <laughs> just barely, like like you broke even. <laughs> just giving you a hard time. Are you supposed to do that? You can't really talk shit about Christmas presents. You're supposed to be like. You know no, what? You, you can talk mad shit about Christmas presents. No, it doesn't matter. See, that's a, that's a misconception about I, Christmas presents. I, I actually you I, can talk fucking mad shit about Christmas presents. I got so much joy of giving you that gift that. The gift you didn't give me, you're just missing out. In nineteen, and that was me giving you a gift. Was just giving you the joy. Yeah, of being like me opening it was, my gift. Yeah, the gift of you not giving me a present was made me giving you a present that much sweeter because I exactly. knew what you were missing because I had so much love. So I'm the one that should be complaining, like. Yeah, you got really ripped off by not giving me anything. You didn't even open a gift that yeah. I didn't give you. <laughs> you're such a selfish prick. Yeah. Where did I go wrong? <laughs> you couldn't even like 
couldn't even open the present that I didn't give you. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are in North. There's how far does this thing reach? Like, is there some? There's not like some kid rollerblading in like Africa that's just like listen to these dicks. Yeah, there's no presence. No, there's this shit's global. Is there a, there's there's rollerblading? I want to go to Morocco. Is there rollerblading in Morocco? Yes. Really? Yeah. Like someone in Morocco has hit you up and been like, "What's up, dude?" Um, I'm not sure if a person from Morocco has hit me up, but I know of people that have traveled to to Morocco and rollerbladed in Morocco, um, and probably met up with some locals. But I'd have to check with them to see. Um, but I have gotten messages from like Australia. And yeah, Australia. Europe I, I and, saw a couple of Christmases ago. Who were those guys? They were Australian for sure. The one with the warning that was like, "If you copy this tape, we will kill you and your whole family." No, and that was uh, Santee. Santee. Yeah, those guys. That were, was the filth guys. Those guys were pretty legit. <laughs> that was that's the kind of rollerblading you want to see some big heavy. Like they're not they they don't own cones and they don't. No, worry no about cones. Maneuverability. No cones in that video. <laughs> no, that is no. a solid, heavy duty stairs, drops, rails, nastiness. Yeah, that was a uh, filth. We watched filth like a couple Christmases ago. Yeah, probably like three or four. Like it was it was a while ago, but that yeah. was a, that was a legitimate. That's the kind of thing I like to see where it's just pretty much reckless. Like you want to see the most dangerous, fucking. It was. I thought it was good. And I like I guys just like with the, huge dicks. I don't know. What, I don't know, man. Like, okay, yeah. forget that. But, but like, <laughs> skating really fast, <laughs> and uh, sliding really fast. Uh just huge shit. Like long, ra- like I remember. Actually, I remember a. I think I remember a video of you guys actually when you were the, the Soul Crew or something that way back, like, way 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 back, and there was a rail at the college or. A very long rail, anyways, of some kind at TRU or UCC at the time. Yeah. And it was kind of like, I think someone got most of the way down and kind of screwed it up at the very end, from what I remember. <laughs> but they were close. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember if that's real or if that's some stuff I saw. But big stuff, huge drops. You, you, you like big stuff. Definitely like to see someone put it on the line. It's it's entertaining to see someone possibly. That is entertaining. It's less technical. It's more just in your face. Someone might be taking a shot. Good crash reel. Yes. Sort of the old school, like a nineteen nineties vibe to like skateboard snowboard videos. I like that format. I think. It uh, yeah it it gets you excited to see people like do really dangerous things. Yeah. I think like like I just I've seen it I've seen so much of it that it's, just, it's not there anymore that it's kind of like it's kind of like a guy who's like I, who's watched tons and tons of porn it's like it just doesn't get you off anymore it's like not exciting anymore so now it, it's the it ultra kinda tech. Goes, kind of like Mount goes Lightning back to stuff. just like a like what really gets me stoked now is is the like full like tech footwork and and things that are unexpected like Rodney Mullen on a skateboard yeah like Rodney Mullen like when like the big shit like when you see someone like going full tilt at a launch you can kind of expect okay they're gonna like flip and it's gonna be crazy Bob Burnquist on his mega ramp versus Rodney Mullen or something like 
this. Um, you get used to it. I guess it's like the element of surprise. Like the technicality stuff is like, it can, for me, like it can surprise me a lot more now where it's like, whoa, like I didn't expect that for him to do that, that thing where you're like pushed off the wall and some weird like yeah. creative thing. Like that's kind Versus of what it's all about looking now. like a goofball if you don't, like if you can't pull it off right, it's like dancing almost. Or no, am I just being uh, dick? Well, yeah, yeah, it is like dancing yeah. where it's like, thrown into a situation where you're like, ooh, how am I going to make this look, like, yeah. style, stylist, style sort of points. Where there's, like, a, there's a, a flow, and it's something that, the thing about the, the huge amplitude is it really does take a certain environment to do that stuff on. Like, you need, like, a mega ramp, or, like, for skiing or snowboarding, you need, like, that perfect, where's that the, where's big the, jump. Where's the half know? pipe sitting in rollerblading world, like, is that done? It's still, it is... It's sort of done, like it's not popular, but there are still like the Yasutoko brothers, like the the, the Chinese dudes that like they they're insane. Like the shit that they do, like they'll do like double flat spin shit out of the half pipe, like insane shit. But it's just not like it's not popular right now, so not a lot of people pursue that. Is it one of those things was it ever like I remember the X games in the nineties where yeah, kind at of that there, time but like hard to say. Yeah, like, there were a lot more vert skaters. Um, kind of like... Well, because there was the X Games, and because, like, I don't know, vert ramps existed in more places in the world. Like, in Kamloops, if you're if you're like, I want to get into vert skating, there's nowhere in Kamloops that you can, like, practice that, You better have right? cool parents that are willing to let you build a $2,000 to... ramp in the backyard. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. That's kind of like us. Like, uh, well, skateboarding when it was like the old school Steve Caballero, Jason Jesse type days where like all these old school dudes, even like Jason Ellis, like when someone, everybody would know kind of thing, yeah. where vert was a huge thing. And then the street skating came in because anyone could do the street skating thing. Where I remember when like back in, I don't know, I guess when I started skateboarding was for sure, like my first skateboard was the Steve Caballero, the one with the dragon on it. And, yeah. it, and it said Caballero down the side in letters that look Chinese but you could, they were just English letters with more slashes and cuts through <laughs> them but um, yeah that was where it was at like to the old like Powell Peralta type vert days and I remember when we were kids yeah. we used to just build we'd build ramp. we never got to build I never, don't think I ever really got to build a half pipe but we built lots of quarter pipes and left them in cul-de-sacs and our, I live in cul-de-sacs so that's what we had there but uh, yeah then the whole street skating thing kind of came in into I'm my timeline's probably wrong, but, like, maybe, like, the later, kind of the later 90s, the 90s, like, it was, like, late 80s, 80s, early 90s was more, like, possible ramp skating type stuff, and then kind of died down, and then now, the cool thing I see about it is, uh, all these old school dudes, like, everybody should probably, I don't know, I think Jason Jesse is one of my favorites, always kind of has been, and Steve Kevler, of course, um, basically just coming back from the old school still like stayed true kind of to their thing like they can still skate but they've also gotten into like like Harleys and weird ass all sorts of weird things but it seems like the old school some of the old school dudes are still I mean like Tony Hawk would be like the most recognizable but they've never really there's some guys that never faltered they never left it sort of thing I don't know how that ties back into rollerblading I guess I'm not sure if rollerblading ever had that vert seen before it, it may have become street or may have become whatever it is now but um it's cool to see anyways from sort of like spanning time and seeing what it was 
And then a lot of the vert guys and skateboarding enemies lost it. And now it's kind of like this thing where it's like this, almost like the re- the retro thing is in, so they're back. In sort right. of like a, ho- like a Hall of Fame league of old schoolers that can still, you, you know, they can come over here and just destroy probably a lot of guys in town most every guy in town oh so. yeah it's, it's just cool to see yeah so I don't know if rollerblading has that like is there not in the, not in the same way like in a similar way but we don't we don't have as much history as skateboarding has like skateboarding has been around for a, a much longer time like Steve Caballero like dudes in their 40s that are still yeah. ripping like we have dudes in their 30s that are still ripping so it's like similar, You're but it's it's not as <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not it, the history isn't as extensive. But who would be like just for for maybe for future reference, I can refer back to this. But what would be like the top three? Just who, who's the Rodney Mullen, Steve Caballero type person of rollerblading that's just been there and kills it. Is there a guy like that, or is it not like that? Um, Jeez, oh, yeah, that's, like a freak. that's Who's such a f- hard question. So many, so many guys that were like rollerblading legends just yeah. dropped out of the scene because they were. I don't know. They 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 got like, they were really successful from a young age. Yeah. And then they grew into like mid twenties, and the money like totally went away and they're like well why am i doing this fuck this i'm gone so many of the dudes that's what happened um like gator the story of gator yeah like on him yeah yeah (laughs) he kind of took it too far (laughs) hey don't fuck don't don't shit to talk murder murder school i think he went uh, further than that (laughs) didn't he murder someone gator i think he raped and killed his girlfriend and left her in a garbage bag or something that's just life um, there's Julio like Julio has been skating since forever and is still like, still skating like pretty much at the top of the top of the ladder um, like, is there somebody with gray hair that you if you had to get into there's a, no gray hair people no see no rollerblading is too young for gray hair people but is it see I am like old in rollerblading standards like Mid thirties is old. That's like an old man. That hurts. And mid thirties is not an old man. Mid thirties is like a person's physical prime if they've been taking care of themselves, really. Well, let's not get carried away. No, it, that's fucking. <laughs> that's fucking prime. That's really like I'm. I'm physically better than I've ever been. I I think my I'm gonna say when I was. 28-year-old me could really work me over. You could fuck up 28-year-old Tyra. Seriously. That's not... I'm an angel of death, man. You just blew my cover. You could fuck him up. You know you White Knight, you're not supposed to use real names here. (laughs) I think, like, like, a lot of people have that kind of mentality where they're like, man, I was so much better when I was, like, late 20s. But really, if we were to, like, match up, like, in, in the blue corner, we have... 28-year-old angel of death. In the red corner, we have 33-year-old angel of death. Fuck it. You would fuck him up. Really? You would fuck yourself up. I, yeah, it's not really about... It's not about the immediate 
uh, result. I think it's about like like two weeks later, you got to talk to both guys and be like, 28 year old Angel Death, how you doing? And he'd be like, I've healed up. <laughs> 33 year old Angel Death, how you doing? And he'd be like, well, I've got this cast on my hands. <laughs> um, you might have a cast on, but a 28 year old would be dead. <laughs> he would be fucking dead. You know it. I think like, you get older and you get like more critical of yourself. I really think so. That happens to a lot of role players where they're like, oh, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not as good anymore." You just get smarter almost, and you're I, like, I, "Yeah, smarts I, is a big like, thing. like, oh, I, I could be better." Whereas like twenty eight year old is like more ignorant, like more arrogant, and like, sometimes some yeah, s- I'm the shit. Some I, real, real shit comes out of that ignorance, though. That's the thing where it comes down to like the big tricks. Like, there's guys out there. Like, there's stuff that you could you'd look at and just go. Like, I don't, I think I could maybe pull it out of my ass, but you, you're like, I got a job, I got a family, like, I'm not going to yeah. even try this. Or some psychopath that's just like, he, he borderline doesn't even know, he's thinking about moving to California, f- like, in a month, and, and he doesn't know why. And that guy's going to do something off a huge drop, or a set of stairs, or a rooftop, or something freaky. That, and he hasn't thought twice about it, and he's going to do it. And it might work, or it, it might end him. Yeah, and that's a different realm of... It's a mental thing, right? A thing. It's like, yeah, stupidity is advantageous in a certain realm. Like, in the realm of, like, big, huge stunts, yeah, you want to be stupid. You don't want to be thinking about the consequences. No. But in a strictly athletic, uh, like, like technical kind of perspective, age is advantageous. You know, so it's like... Our stock value... It goes up for sure in terms of like the, like from a George Clooney Brad Pitt type yeah like vantage point of things for sure, um, but in terms of bringing it to an extreme sport or something hardcore, I think you got to get more creative in terms of if you're not willing to take a risk but you still want to be interesting you probably got well I guess maybe that's where innovation like that's the, that's kind of the that's probably what it is it's innovation or consistency or something you gotta be able to prove yourself in a different way I think yeah it's just it's apples and oranges and each sport like needs the 18 year old dude who does not give a fuck and he's just like hucking himself and doing the craziest shit and then there's such there's a different mindset where there's the like mid 30s guy who's doing shit that's not that dangerous but no one else is even thinking about it. No it's, one else is even capable of imagining it. They kind of complement each other, no? Like you get they that, do. You get that yeah. guy who Both innovates. Yeah. He, he, he makes, say, the wizard frame. Like It gets invented by someone in their 30s, for example. I'm just using that as an example. I'm not trying to pump this product. I don't know if it's awesome or not. But uh, <laughs> short of that, it's the only one I know. Um, it gets brought up, invented, and then you throw that into you know, the younger generation's hands and they go, whoa, you know what we can do with this? Yeah. And then they figure something crazy out with it. So they've just been basically provided a tool that they probably wouldn't have thought of themselves because they were too busy, like, being retarded for the most part and doing dangerous shit and partying and doing all the stuff that we like yeah. to reflect And it's on. not even <laughs> negative. It's not even, like, yeah, it is retarded and it is <laughs> ignorant to it's themselves. All, all and necessary, like, though. But it, it it's it's not... It's not retarded. It's not. It's it's not stupid. Like it's necessary. Like it's it's all a part of 
the growing of this whatever this tree is. Like you've got to have the the young stupid kids, and you have to have the old pussies. <laughs> you just sometimes like you they do. both contribute important aspects and they, they influence sim- each other. Even symbi- though like symbiotic relationships, yeah. Right there. <laughs> like the old pussies, like they they might like hate like or the 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 young stupid kids will hate the old pussies, but they'll still see some th- shit that the old pussies are doing. And they'll be like, oh, that that was kind of cool. I won't tell them that because he's a fucking yeah. pussy. But I'll integrate that into what I'm doing. And then the old pussy is like, oh, that shit was stupid, but uh, I kind of like that shit. It probably like, works both ways. And they influence each other. And it's all a part of the same tree of whatever vehicle they're both using to, like, Yeah, they both kicks. they both kind of contribute, actually, when you think about it. Not just the crazy of the younger generations, but when you think about, like, if you take music, for example, right? Like, I remember... Yeah first stint there there was music that was just like oh this is god awful like i think it's over like i just think i think music as a whole is done done. like yeah yeah, like no more like tribal drum beat that's supposed to somehow make you i don't know stoked on the the opposite sex that shit was just over i don't (laughs) probably going a little off topic there but all of a sudden there was that like dubstep shit where it was it wasn't really working it was like cool for the first one or two songs then you were like yeah it's all kind of the same but it seems like music's kind of like re i feel like anyways it's it's kind of been like energized a little bit more lately from sort of some of the obscure bands that are taking random stuff not necessarily yeah yeah the obvious dubstep or whatever sort of thing but all of a sudden now those are there's young guys out there making music that's fucking awesome yeah where all of a sudden and music that from like I guess our tech our old stance on things, and it's well, no angel of, of death, shit. but <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of shit that doesn't really, like fit perfectly into a genre, but it kind of takes elements of a whole bunch of different genres and it creates like a really unique and some of it's just and, awesome. And like you so just cool, when you just yeah. press play and you're like, you know what, this this works. Like I don't care yeah, about. I don't even know what how to classify this, yeah. but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with videos and things when you think like I remember some of the music that I liked when I was young even still like the stuff that is stuck in my head things that I saw in more snowboard and skateboard videos again that stuff is like a it's ingrained it's a sliver where even if it was a song that you just think I would never have hit upon this but you were borderline brainwashed when you just saw cool stuff happening and you just felt the first time you ever heard that song or the first time you ever heard it uh, and it was complimented by visuals that were right up your alley at that time you'll love that song forever and it's kind of important I think anyways to have that happen all the time like you don't want to be stuck you don't want to be one of those people it's like you'll see that old person that's like oh hey you want to hear some sweet ACDC no fuck you I don't want to hear some sweet yeah. ACDC like where, when did you stop listening to new music yeah so it's so good to have your switch flipped where you're like whoa like this isn't something that I would normally like but I really like this. Yeah, it's good. Those are like the most important moments. And that's like what any art should like strive to do is just like try to get people who wouldn't normally be into something like, whoa, like I actually like this. And it makes them feel weird about themselves and it makes them question everything and they're like, holy shit, I'm a weirdo, but like I'm down with this. I kind of like this shit. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, but I also, to this at the same uh, sort of, same pace, I don't know how you'd word it, but basically, there's certain things that are so specialized, like, like, 
uh, drinking wine where there's like different cups for like a red versus a white, which I didn't know until today when I got some Christmas presents. It's like, oh, really? I have to buy like four more wine glasses for red? You can drink swirl that white, you can drink red wine out of a coffee mug. It, it tastes the fucking same. True enough, but I mean, there's a certain thing. It's kind of like that Hannibal Lecter sort of like fine, like fine cuisine, fine dining, fine cuisine, like just an elegance to it that. It's like a psychopath. To bring it back to that book right. I got for Christmas. Um, basically, sometimes like like abiding by a strict set of rules that have been uh, refined over time. Like, wh- why sometimes do we like, cut the right look, way to go? You look at cut like you sit right down. Why do you have to eat that that super small fork that's for like shrimp or something? And you have you yeah. got to know how to work that. You got to know how to do it right. It's it's like a it's its own little subcategory thing I like that yeah, just as much as I like the big thing figured that out over time like this is the best way to do this it's just you can try you can do it other ways it is possible but yeah. there's a reason why people have done this yeah, over time you can drink wine out of a bucket or a gas jug if you want to it will work but there's something to be said about like that classy holding it the right way swirling it the right way or like uh, you're drinking you're smoking a cigar and you got a, like a, 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 you got a jacket dedicated to that thing. You're sitting down in a leather chair. You got leather bound books all over. It smells right, is right. You're planning a bank robbery. It's one of those things. You're going to get laid that night. <laughs> yeah, it's like, going to happen. There's no question. It was prearranged, predestined. Oh, baby. Preordained? Is that, is that the right word? I don't know what that word is, but. I like that word. It's a good Not word. Not exactly sure what it means, but. I think it's divine. I'm down with it. Preordained. <laughs> It's just meant to happen. Right. So cutlery is something that has humans have used for thousands of years. Like, it's, okay, let's develop this these tools to cut our food and yeah. eat our food. You know, we used Rollerblading. to just smash shellfish open with rocks, and then we we're like, yeah. you know what? We could probably rollerblading's only fucking twenty years old. We do not know shit. We're still in the phase of like, oh well, this you. This utensil should be a thin needle because it can pierce the thing. Like, we haven't even discovered the fork. We haven't discovered a spoon. We've just got this, like, stick. And we're like, no, the stick works great. We can we can pierce the meat and eat it. That's fine. I'd be thinking lightweight on those things. Lightweight. As light as you could get them. On blades. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, boot, the boot portion, I gotta think, like, carbon less, fiber. Someone making less, carbon less, fiber. Less. Like, carbon fiber. That's what I'm on right now. Yeah. That yeah. seems right. Carbon. Fuck plastic. Fucking plastic can suck my dick. <laughs> Carbon. Carbon yeah. boot. It just sounds yeah. good. Yeah. It, it sounds great. Carbon boot, aircraft aluminum frame. You're flying. But, dude, you should try those out, man. They're amazing. <laughs> um, do they still have like the, they don't like, what are we talking about for like a liner? What are they, they're just standard. We've. Doesn't happen well, as my, part of. No, no, no. Integral. My buddy of mine has, has worked with they're called Intuition Liners, yeah. which is a, a liner company that has been making uh, ski boot line liners okay. for a while, and it's this super uh, high-impact foam. So okay. it's super thin, but uh, it absorbs like so much shock. Like It's this patented foam, yeah. basically, that's fucking better than anything, any shit that I've ever tried. Like It's changed my whole life. Like super thin so comfortable but so responsive like it's not like you think of a comfortable liner that's like thick and soft this is comfortable but it it 
it's not thick. Kind of goes back to thin. that energy transfer kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. You got an aluminum frame. What are you doing with some gooshy? You're not putting yeah. gelling around. It's in not gooshy. It's it reacts super. It's super stiff, but it's comfortable. I follow. Um, intuition liners, the best. You can't you can't fuck with them. Yeah. Bauer still making rollerblades? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish. That's, probably a good thing <laughs> <laughs> fuck you Bauer <laughs> they might actually make do, does Bauer make robots that's a good question like street, I don't even know they're like street hockey is there a street s- legit street hockey market like Bauer must yeah. they must dabble like, there's Cooper, like a is huge Cooper roller here? hockey like, market yeah um, I don't know if Bauer is is big in it somebody should do that That's that, that would be a sweet intro into like a rollerblade movie where it's like a whole bunch of people geared up in like an elementary school gym basically for the most part oh man get this I'll just freestyle it but here's what I'm thinking someone out there just make this happen um, you remember in elementary you had those fold out like gymnasium things like you had like climbing ropes and stuff I don't know if it was just my elementary gym but you could fold out these things click them in place and you had climbing gyms and all this stuff came out of them yeah. but imagine movie starts again sort of like the girl yeah right video slow-mo thing whole bunch of dudes look like they're just going to play some boring ass game of roller hockey and then it just like morphs those things get rolled out strange shit starts coming out all of a sudden the roller hockey game just becomes the most fucked up awesome start with like crazy objects all over the place objects cones big I've ass had titties same, everything yeah I've had the same vision with like <laughs> huge titties and like quarter pipes all over the place and like weird obstacles in the middle of the of the yeah all in slow mo the course possibly black and white just keep it classy why it would not be sick yeah yeah doesn't have to be very long it could be the only expensive part of the video someone should make it like that right that would bring like this sport just needs it could be like a whole sport it, like if you imagine hockey with fucking quarter pipes everywhere and like crazy jumps everywhere that the players have to go off of just even get one cameo too like I saw a skateboard video again it might even like again I think those girl videos were just ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure it was, like, Luke Wilson or one of the... Owen big, Wilson. Owen Wilson, yeah. yeah. And he just, like... They, they, it's totally a stunt, but he, like, talks about some flip-in, flip-out stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden just, like, rocks off some stairs. But it for sure couldn't have been him, but it was like, what? <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What video was that? Was that... Was uh, that? Yeah, right? Was it in Yeah, right? may have been. That was... I think that that might have just been a monstrous video that's still... I think it was Yeah, right. with. One thing I actually, on the skiing front, saw, there's a, it kind of sucked. There was this dude in a trail that did this urban skiing thing. Like, everyone's seen it. You know the video that we're talking about? Yeah. But he... It's actually been spoken about on a different podcast that I wasn't on. You were, like, talking about it. Yeah. That guy passed away with that National Geographic guy, though. That same week, uh, Joey did a podcast with someone, and he was talking about the guy. Yeah, he's got a French, French name, I think. Yeah. But it was kind of like, but the listeners know about that section. Like that was a that sick was sweet, section. super sweet. It was, it was just super like a chill like song too. Like we urban. Just, it was like a, it was very uh, like it was a very normal neighborhood. Yeah, it takes the bus at the end to go back and do it again. I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a really yeah, good sparks section. flying off Lines. the skis, just slow, slow motion sparks. Yeah. That was a good Super video. cool. Yeah. Very good edit. And that was in trail. Pretty sure it was trail. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure he, that he. Uh, I'm, I apologize for not knowing his name, but he. Yeah, he, I think he passed away in an avalanche with the National Geographic photographer in South America or something. It's so like, sad when people die. It's not good. That's not like a cool end. way. To, cool way to go by any means. So That's. That's the way long. everyone goes. Avalanches. <laughs> This one's pretty high up on my don't want to go there. Fuck avalanches. Fuck anywhere where it's even possible for fucking avalanches to happen. That's just a mechanical malfunction. Imagine mountain biking and all of a sudden you're or you're motorbiking, your engine seizes. What happens when that happens? You're you're riding on a slope like your skate park never just sloughs off into the ocean. Yeah. Like, no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Go off a cliff, oops. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's very rare for rollbladers to die from avalanches. No. Is there any that out is... there? Is there, like, a comment section under this thing? I don't think thing? it's ever happened. Like, is that a... If it's happened, yeah. Feel free to comment. They yeah, there's a, there's a comment section. But it, he, they have to have rollerblades on. Like, they can't just be a dual sport guy. To comment? Or to... to die of an avalanche no if, if you were just like you happen to be like hill climbing on your dad's snowmobile but you also like rollerblading like that doesn't count no <laughs> Ac- yeah you have to actually be inline skating and then die at an the avalanche. time be like, i don't think it's happened i don't think it's possible like maybe on the side of a highway where there's like rocks maybe but no i well i never heard of like, it happening the sport's only 20 year old, years old right yeah and just the environment that you're normally doing it in is usually pretty safe. It's not like in the middle of nowhere, like up some mountain. It's like in a skate park in some town or like in urban environments. It's actually quite safe, like in comparison to skiing, snowboarding, biking, where you're going oh, into some slamming your head. There's got to be some. I bet you there's some. There has, there's been. Probably some sad stories out there in terms of being been paralyzed, like brain injuries. One or two people who have died. Yeah, I could see it. Um, and then there's been a couple people who have experienced some, some pretty bad brain injuries. Yeah. But surprisingly, like it's not that common to hear about people who really fucked themselves out bad. Like you hear about torn yeah. ACLs and broken legs, and you know it sucks, but they're gonna be fine in six months. Um, not much even in terms of like head injuries and nobody wears helmets it's like you kind of learn I have a weird thing about helmets where they may cause more crashes than they protect from well I mean they are smart in in a certain way obviously they like protect the head but like when people are first starting out you just learn how to fall without hitting your head. Well, how many times when you're rolling, I mean, you're on skates or you're just walking, how many times you just bash your head into stuff? Not that often. Right? Not that often. But I could see, like, I don't know. I and, it, see and, and it can happen. Snowboarding, I could see a head injury kind of sport because you catch an edge. There's no real edge to and catch you just, a roller like, flip. There's a thing where, like, maybe you land and, you, and your weight's too far back, and you see people fall back that way, but... It's like a tail. But they can kind of... You, you know what's happening, and you kind of... You can hit your back and kind of... Like, it's happened to me, where yeah. I fall back, and I don't just... Oh, I'm going to just flop my yeah. head and just... Whiplash yourself. You know? Which, I mean, the other time... It does happen when women fall, or when people what? fall, and they're just, like, not used to falling. 
they're just, they black out, right? Or if you just get it wrong, too, like, depending on how you take it, like, it's like that slip it's, on a banana peel thing, like, wham, everyone's... It's, it's kind of a blackout situation where you lose consciousness for a second, and you're just like, whoa, what's going on? And just like, oh, I'm just gonna pass out right now, and then your head just flops back. People who fall all the time, kind of, like, they're conscious in that moment of slipping, they're like, okay, I've been here. Yeah. I'm going to react a certain way. I'm going to be smart about this. Um, whereas, like, a 40-year-old woman who hasn't fallen since she was 8 years old, just like, oh, my God, I'm falling, and yeah, blacks out, true. and their neck just turns into rubber, and they just whack their head against the pavement. Like, it's a kind of, like, it's getting used. Like, a lot of rollerbladers are just used to falling on pavement every day. And, well, I mean, so, you're, you're comparing somebody that does a pretty active sport to somebody that probably you know sits at a desk and right yeah. doesn't do that doesn't rollerblade every day they're not used to they don't have the, the muscle right that sounds good I think your mom's here dude oh man what the fuck that's buzzkill <laughs> fuck I have to pee so bad throw that song on man do an intermission we can top up our beers oh god um, can you just pause the thing and, and then nobody knows or is this live just do a pause just pause and we don't look lost nigga yeah yeah Six Porter, limited six fifty, red truck beer, crafty as shit. So we we gotta figure out. We have thirteen minutes to figure out a power, just a power play. Like what what's going on? What is going on? Where the bodies are buried? Where are we gonna bury them? We have to just we have world to peace, world peace. Just jump right to that. Whew, big yeah. deal. Right. The there. conclusion. We have to like. Wrap it up. Figure it out. Put a yeah. bow on this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what people need to do. People need to. What do people need to do? People in this world, 
this rollerblading world, I guess, to start with. we got to probably touch them first since they're the only ones listening. <laughs> what do they need to do from an outside perspective and an inside perspective? We could do it that way. They need to turn down the suck is what they, they need, need to do. They need to turn down the suck. There's a lot of sucking going on. Is there? Yeah. That's a big problem out there? Yeah. Huge. The big, the biggest problem in rollerblading is sucking. There's a lot of sucking going on. That's not good. I like to see some creativity. I want to see some... Take some of that technology that's out there and splice it to some of what's actually happening. Some high-resolution, good audio, Tarantino shit. Let's see. That's, that is happening. That's great. It's From my perspective. What? In theory, in theory, that would be great. But you see it. You see it. There's a lot of it happening. That's good, though. Yeah. Some go get the GoPro some thing people, happening. Yeah. Well, What's wrong with that? Put it on your skate. Do some weird slow motion. More slow motion. Black and white. Get look into the old school skate videos. The ones again. To flag. We've been pounding it to death with the girl videos. Those ones. The yeah right. The this. The that. The invisible skateboard. The one no, where they throw the skateboard to all the different we things. Got a lot of it. You got it's a lot of that working. going on. It's not no, working. No. It's not working. What's well? What's the objective here? If we're thinking military, we're trying to get more people into it. Get some people addicted to this thing. Yeah, trying to get more people. I guess trying to get more people into the activity. New blood, keep it alive, that kind of thing. Increase the numbers. To increase the numbers, build the army, that sort of thing. I think you gotta. What do you gotta do? You got a huge problem in terms of just like an old school stereotype that you're fighting since the nineties, yeah. like that that nineteen nineties skateboarder close mindedness thing. That's a big deal. That's that's like a, it's, it's like very a, prevalent. Like rollerblading is not a cool word. To te- to say I I. I like to rollerblade. It's uh, just not. Maybe it's not like it's not like saying I like to bike, or I like to well, fish. rollerblading. Like I maybe like to, to look at the basic end of things. Why is it still being called rollerblading? Rollerblading, like roller derby, rollerblading. That's not cool. Like why no. not just start at the basics? Give it a bit of a different twist. Call it something a little bit different. Like don't really invent the name different, but maybe just like it's probably been called that. Like I know there's the fruit boot thing, which that was not a good idea. That just made it sound worse to regular people that don't do it. Yeah, that wasn't us. That was. <laughs> that was no. That we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. You made it make worse. Fruit, fruit pudding. <laughs> we then called ourselves fruit pudding, hmm. thinking like, "Hey, like the black people, they call themselves niggers, and then that's cool." But it's because it you doesn't embr- work. Yeah, maybe stop embracing the. Maybe it's time to get offensive. Don't embrace like the. You know, I think there's just no solution there may to, not. to, like, the role-playing stigma. I, I think it's hopeless. I think bring back, I don't the, think ha- it bring back the half-pipe people. Like, that's one thing. Half get, that half, get the half-pipe out there and slow motion, black and white, audio on some seriously creative videos. At that point, you got to start. That's a good foothold. At the end of the day... So black and white audio vert ramps. Vert ramps, I think bring those back because that's heavy. Uh, but also some of that creative stuff where it's like those cones on that street thing don't really limit it to anything it's all out there make it all happen put the cones on some like I'd like to see like you know how those Korean kids weave one skated through their little maze that they make Yeah. put some of those you know the like standard high school barrier so you can't just pull into the parking lot wherever you want because they got those big 400 pound bastards that like kids could ru- maybe ride their bike over if they wanted to or like you could s- roller skate on top put a couple cones on top of one of those and swerve around put some co- do something 
if you want to make that stuff hardcore, put some of those on like a train track, just barely offset, where you got to do like the razors. There's a train track by in Kamloops, BC, by uh, the keg. The thing is like four feet away from a paved surface where a guy could get trucking and do a super grind. And I've always thought, why doesn't that happen? What, like, I haven't seen that. Not that I'm looking for it, but that should happen. Somebody should do that. Somebody should truck, set up some crazy stuff, set up some ridiculous things, and just tear it up there. And then also jump onto the train track, do some insanity stuff like that. That'd be one start. Also, the name. That's an, I mean, it's going to have a stigma to the end of the day. Um, but they're about blade racers. Do you like blade racers? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Just change um, it to Black Panthering. You're Black Panthering now. Nobody does rollerblade anymore. It's, it's just, Black Panther. Just Black Panther. What are you doing? I'm gonna go Black Panther. Yeah, or like Chevelle Noir. Call it that. What's Chevelle Noir? Everyone's con- eagle rolling. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Keep it mysterious. It doesn't need a new name, but yeah, I think it's no matter what you do. It's just fucked. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no like, there's no, there's nothing that you could put on YouTube that people will be, suddenly be like, oh, rollerblading is actually cool. Maybe that this. just would not maybe, happen. It no, does maybe not this. matter. Maybe it's more one of those things where it's like it's it's more not rollerblading that has to change, but it's like, it's more of a shift in terms of the perspective, like. Look at, say, like, nerds. Just think nerds. Like, back when it was 19... The candies? No, not nerds, the candies. Like, nerds, the dorks that were good at computers. Like, they knew how to work DOS. Like, back that kind of nerd. Old school nerd. Yeah. Knows how... Uncool. Just knows the C problem. Knew about the internet when the internet was just text-based or something. Like, I don't even know that nerd realm. But, like, nerds had no power. Bill Gates nerds. like... Like, Bill Gates... How the hell did Bill Gates become, like, a power... Like, he's... At the end of the day, he's a nerd. But he's also a super pimp. So really, yeah. and it was just Fall. a shift in terms of, like, us being we, we, we got made aware of like the graphic users. It was like it was like the nerds didn't change. The world no, they changed. Exactly. Like the nerds, yeah, the nerds were exactly the same. The nerds were it like, no, we've got a the good. The world stance on changed things. into into situating the nerds into a place where they were like making mad cheddar, and they were the powerhouses. It's confidence based, man. Just have confidence. If if you think that it's awesome, just it's like, keep having. We don't confidence. need to change role playing. We need to change the world. The world needs to. Ch- the world will change. It's evolving. Eventually, it'll yes. come around, and you'll have your your time in the sun once again. Done and done. As long as Bauer is not involved, Bauer seriously stay the fuck out of rollerblading. Your shit really cut up our feet. They can suck it, but I. That's <laughs> that's the truth. I think that's. That's what you're. That's. That's the truth. Is the world just needs to change? It's sick, and it, it, it's it, all it, coming around. The world is constantly changing. It's like everything has its time and its place. Like in the '90s, rollerblading was hot and very profitable and cool, and there was a lot of money going around. Everyone had rollerblades. You even owned a pair of rollerblades. Yeah. Unfortunately, and, unfortunately, <laughs> that's just because the way of it goes. those skates. Don't get me wrong. And people. the time will come again. <laughs> when it's just the right time and place and unfortunately like rollerblading has had a hard roll of the dice where it's like they've ha- there's such a bad stigma against that's almost, it but that could be that's almost like a where it's like a coin in its pocket where it's just like you know what like 
eventually exactly. there's going to be a time where like look at like look at some of the weird things like the other day I was thinking about like the most basic of things like I was like man I, I got some stubble going on I, sh- I got to shave and I was like they pulled out like the standard shit I've been shaving with since I was a kid and then thought about it and I was like what about a straight razor and that is not logical why the fuck would I regress to the straight razor that is not progress I'm, I'm going I'm a, it's a huge throwback but there's a certain it's, it's back to the cutlery why would somebody right. be stoked on owning a little fork for shrimp but there's a certain elegance to it there's a certain something there's a draw and it has to do with the classiness I don't know what it has to do with but there's a certain certain something in my head that says I would like to know I would like to shave once with a straight razor and not end up really hurt yeah. <laughs> so to, to kind of regress to that if or to kind of jump into that if somebody just thinks like man there's this crazy ass sport like why aren't more people into it look at that slow-mo guy like yeah. that that's like there's there's a, a weird phenom just a person that just decided like this is my thing and that's like the craziest thing everybody should check that out but and that's not even like he's not doing tricks he's not doing anything he just happens to be this person that's on his own wave so all of a sudden, just enough little... You know I did a podcast with that guy. Yeah. I did. I did actually know that. But I, I, I don't think I... Uh, no, I did. I did actually listen to that. I, but I first, I'd first seen you uh, post something on like slow-mo or whatever, and I just kind of clicked it, and I ended up being like hooked on watching that because it was just like... That guy, that was just bizarre. That's like... That is one of those things that he's kind of the straight razor. But like we're just... What is that? He's a, uh, a one in a million, a, a, a real out there dude that when you really get into it you think this this is one of those things that's like makes you stoked on being alive and experiencing life where there's somebody out there doing that stuff that's the reason why like what is cool those are the people that kind of define like that's a stretch but that's because I don't know what he's doing it's not cool but it is 100% individual and what he wants to be doing yeah and it's kind of one of those that's like the most badass stuff like we were talking earlier about like growing up and being in piano lessons and where you reach that seven year period of of thinking that you gotta be cool and impress girls and blah 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 but at the end of the day if you would have stuck with those piano lessons and been who you like been our age now and been a been like a master <laughs> like you know what that whole seven year period was a misdirection if, yeah. if, like it's it's part of life it's staying directed but yeah people it's a, it's an attractive thing to see somebody do their own thing yeah and no matter what anyone says just be like you know what i know i'm right or just it makes me feel right that's that's kind of the rollerblade that's the, seems to be the outside perspective of rolling like people that just do it do it because they don't give a shit about the overall you can't be rollerblading to try and be cool. Like, that's not... But it's funny because so many people in rollerblading are, like, trying to fit into this thing where they think what they think rollerblading needs to do to be cool. It's almost like... Like, you would think that rollerbladers are so free of all of this shit, but they're actually more fucking enslaved than anybody because they're, like... They're so insecure about that they're rollerblading. They're like, no, we need to do this, and that's going to be cool to all rollerbladers, you know? Whereas things like skateboarding that are more established, they're 
they're just like, yeah, we just skateboard and and that's cool on its own. No, and then people are are free to necessary. do what what they what they want with it. Think about again, like from what I know of the, the worlds that we're talking about here, like the Rodney Mullen thing. That guy was an outcast of the skateboarding world. Read his book. Like that's. Oh yeah. He's. I gave you that book. Yeah, uh, that was when you used to give me Christmas presents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a great Christmas present. It was not what I thought he that guy. Everybody should also like jump into that book. He's not uh, who you think he month. is. Was it called The Month? The that month, was a yeah. really good book. Did I, did, I think maybe I gave you that book. I think is you that recommended it. No, I think I bought it. And, no, there was a coffee spilled on it from you? Yeah, maybe you did give it to me. I think, yeah, I, I got it and then I gave it to you. Yeah, that's maybe how that works. Because you have it now. No, I think you have it. I no, think, no, no, no. I think you have it. I gave it to you. Regardless, Rodney Mullen. I want that. I, I'd like to read that book again. I don't actually. think I have. Really if, I, if I do, it's it's been taken from me. I've I've, I've been cleaned out. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a book that everybody should put on their list because you really just good. you wouldn't believe that that guy is who he is. But uh, what was the whole tie into Rod- Rodney Mullen? Basically, never was. He never fit the mold of what skateboarding was going to be. He was there from the vert when the vert thing was happening, and it was at its prime. He was in like he was like a, was like a, like a flat land, like flat ground, yeah. like inventing tricks just on the ground. You could give Rodney Mullen Nobody a banana board, and he would blow your mind, kind of thing. He it's fucking like, he fucking invented street skateboarding. Like he invented street the He invented the would not exist. Yeah, but everyone was that? riding vert ramps, and he was just on flat ground, like. Oh, I can do like tons of shit on flat ground, yeah. like nobody and was dedication, doing that. like you wouldn't believe, kind of thing. Just not the yeah. guy that you think he was, and still like had his like dad just ridiculing him to shit. Like, no, you gotta fucking stop this skateboarding yeah, like, shit. Ban- like kind of banning him from skateboarding and whatnot, and just, but just kind of keeping it together. Dude ended up owning a multi-million company. Like, and could you imagine skateboarding without Rodney Mullen? Like, it wouldn't even. It really wouldn't even exist. Like, it probably would have just died. You'd have to think somebody would have stumbled upon the ollie and the kickflip. But then there's just yeah, so much freaky stuff. And then, like, there's a... But to bring back, again, the youth thing, where, like, we were talking about the music and some of the, like... Like, we're, we don't want to stay too close-minded in terms of being like, oh, like, the, the pioneers and blah, 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 and forgetting the new school coming up. People, the people that are coming up. Like, there was the Rodney Mullen Day One song versus videos and stuff. But there's also, there's another guy out there. He dresses like a pimp, like a total, sort of like a... Oh, uh, he, Jackson. Jesse Jackson? No, that's uh, Jesse Jackson. He's not not Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Ricky Jackson. All I know, he's like tattooed up pretty badass. He's kind of like an emo looking dude. He's got a couple of skate videos in like an abandoned church in Detroit. Again, like the slow motion, like dust kicking up as he does all these and kick flips and like super high resolution stuff. And, uh... Like probably some sick soundtrack to it, and it just makes you so sad that you suck at skateboarding. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the kind of stuff that like just really, I don't. It's I don't know if it works uh, in terms of bringing it to a new audience that's young. Like I don't know what really intrigues the younger dudes. I don't know what their what fires you know that synapse reaction. Well, I think there's. It's important to to appeal to like people in every little town so like you're talking about like mega ramp shit and half pipe well, shit yeah, you're not, like there's not a, a mega ramp and there's not a half pipe in every little town there isn't even like a skate park in every little town like but I think, think like the shit the shit that when people do amazing beautiful shit on 
on simple like architecture that's in every town, it kind of says to everyone like anyone can do this. It's not just some guy that lives in a certain place where there's a half pipe or yeah, like true a enough. mega ramp. It's like I can follow that. you can do hot shit no matter where you live. You just have to find it and you have to go go invent it that's on where, your own. Like on that vibe, those cones, man. What the Koreans were doing with those cones. Like, anybody could just be like, you know what? Like, all you live in is some crappy little flat. There's 500 people that live in your little outside-of-town place. You're not having a good time there, but you got to do something. And, like, if you want to, you know, if you want to pick up a skateboard and try and do kickflips all day, do that. If you want to do whatever you want to do. But I would have to think, if you had those cones, you set out yourself a little course, just kind of, like, challenge yourself. Be like, hey, like, start small. You did one thing. Okay, like, add, add the next thing. Until it's like a that Jim Connor, you watch those videos where that dude just, Ken Block just rips around in a Subaru, tearing yeah. under rigs, blowing shit up, and popping balloons, and all, doing all sorts of amazing stuff with a rally car that it was never meant to do. Guaranteed, he tried each one of those tricks once before he did, and then he got better, did one, two, one, two, three, and it became a sequence, where those cones, like, if that's kind of the vibe of, like, get a, get a kid from, like, Saskatchewan somewhere, like, yeah. there's just nothing, you know, he's like, man, most of my town's dirt, but there's this, like, paved lot, a school, and it's got, like, a couple of sidewalks, a couple of barricades. That's where that whole new school thing that you say excites you. That's not that big stuff, but if he can make it artistic... Something and then that's to, accessible to... Yeah, and then whoever. get him a camera and get him, like... He's he's stuck in a little town, but you... Like, every time you watch a video, you hear a soundtrack that just blows your mind. That kid's going to come up with something. Like, yeah. he's he's, you know, whatever he's facing that's real life versus his escape if that's his true outlet and he's in such a desolate weird place that this is his one creative outlet and that's his art whew, watch out man exactly. he's gonna he's gonna bring something to the table yeah and that's what i would say is the only, that's the only thing i can just randomly sit down christmas day solution based yeah create an escape escapes are so important for 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 kids especially to have something to just like focus their their energy into and like yeah oh they're stoked on it great it's better that like have them stoked on something like being stoked on something is so fucking powerful when someone's like, truly honestly when jacked on their thing it doesn't matter what's going on like if you're so stoked on whatever you're not gonna make a bad decision because you're so stoked on this thing you're not gonna jeopardize it. You're not gonna fuck it up with like knocking up a girl or like it just raises the stakes for the person, right? They're they're gonna be more focused on this thing and they're like, I'm not gonna get addicted to meth, even though everyone in this shitty little town is like hooked on meth or 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 uh oxycodons. Like, I wanna do this. This is more important. People, people fuck up their lives because they're not super stoked on something. It's like there's, there's nothing to stop them from fucking up their life. The so weird, like, oh, whatever. Weird thing I always think, like, just the only thing I can say about that one is, like, it's weird some of the, like, lo- the laws that'll be out there where, like, you'll get a ticket for, like, not wearing a helmet when you're riding your bicycle. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, I have to think, like, to bring it back to, like, the meth reference that you made, um, you got ki- you got people sitting inside in some basement, just rotting their lives, just wrecking. Like, you know, not to be religious, but but God gave you a gift or something, 
and you're you're wasting it. Yeah. You're being ignorant towards what you have. That's happening all over the world. And it's happening everywhere. And then, for some reason, we've got this like these rules, and, and a kid will be like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm going to be the badass that like. Not to say it's a huge. I don't know how huge problem this is, but. I, I just think that those sorts of things are trivial when all of a sudden that kid's like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to go to Craig's house and, and sit in his basement all day wasting my life like a loser. Yeah. I'm actually going to get out there. I'm going to do some stuff. And I'm going to just take control. I'm going to, like, I'm just going to go ride this bike. And you go ride that bike and then all of a sudden, boom, you get pulled over and you got, like, a, like you get, like, some bullshit. Yeah, just, yeah. like, you got to pay $64 because you weren't wearing a thing on your head. And it's like, I kind of, I can see it from the other perspective where it's like, yeah, the medical bills and like the, the whole flip side, but it's like, overall, why would there be any kind of a penal system involved in something that's like, enri- it enriches your life? Like if you're, if you're on a bike yeah. and cops catch you, they should give you five bucks. They should say, Hey, right on dude. Like you're out there, you're enjoying fresh air and you're on a bike. You know what? Congratulations. You're not on the internet. You're not on your backlit iPhone, iPod bullshit. Yeah. Why the fuck would you get a ticket for doing something different on a wheeled vehicle in fresh air near trees? It's or, true. Like, yeah. It's like penalizing. Weird. Like, oh, okay. So you're penalizing him, so he's just gonna, oh, fuck this. I'm not gonna go ride my bike. I'll just stay in my basement yeah, like, in fear. Like, if a kid just, gets, like, like say, smoke weed and play video unfortunately, games. Unfortunately, he gets three in a row. It just so happens he leaves his house a block away. Three, that, that's happened to some kid out there. Bam, yeah. bam, bam. Three in a row. And he's like, you know what? I'm done. Like, it's just, it's over for his, yeah, his that's outlet. fucked up. Why it is, we, it, like, it is dangerous to, to ride around without a, a helmet, but it's, it's almost, it's way better than not doing that. Yeah. It's like, way better than doing nothing. There's a ton of things, like, you're, again, just as simple as you're on a bike, you're outside, it's nice, you're experiencing yeah, life. fresh air. Yeah. Like, riding around, like, you're getting inspired about life. It might be a little bit dangerous, but... Yeah, if you get Jesus hit by a car, Christ. yeah, you gotta pay a price. You might have brain damage. Riding or like, in a car is Yeah, dangerous. what about the people in the car? Like, those people could just get on the Coca-Cola, wipe out and rock off, like, a 50-foot drop-off. Yeah. Like, hey, they have their seatbelts on, though. What do you think is, like... I, you know, I'm all for wearing your seatbelt, but rock off a 50-foot drop-off. It doesn't really matter that you had that on. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah. But it's, like, it's weird that we, we get so micromanaged on that stuff. Yeah. Where it fucks us a, a lot. But I do think, not to be too negative, because I don't like to do that, I think, I do think, uh, I feel like five years ago, the, the future looked really, or not even five, like, even, like, two years ago, the future just looked, like, bleak. It just, it seemed like, after 2008 and all the, everything, it just seemed really shit. It seemed like everybody was like, ah, oh, we're locked into this, like, weird machine, and we all just knew about this financial monster that was, you know, chugging along and doing this, that, the other... But I do feel like in the last couple of years that I, I still think, I don't know, I'm positive towards the outlook. I think that there's a chance of like some awesome, so I still think that life is awesome basically is all I'm saying. And I think that everybody yeah, should I think, grab onto that. I think, I think the future of, of humanity is really awesome. Yeah. Like I don't see us, I really don't see us crashing and burning. Like I see us continuing to live well into the future and our technology com- continuing to evolve and I think life so just getting better and better. I think like once I we kind of, like, like, we've been gift, we've been given a lot of gifts. We've been given yeah. a lot of power, like oil provided oh, yeah. us power. 
which was amazing. And we became, we like got, just rapidly grew. We were, we tapped into like God's blood kind of thing. But I, th I, I truly think like it's easy to just write us off and think, you know, we're going to screw it all up. We should all be negative. But honestly, I think, I think that once we kind of get a handle on it, once we kind of like, like, sure, you know, the first, the first, the first time you have a beer, you think it's awesome. But yeah. then you have to sit back and reflect on what happened. And then next time, you're kind of like, okay, I know how to really roll with that or whatever. Like, exactly. It's the same thing with anything. Like, We're yeah. just adapting to the power we've been given. Yeah. But I think once we do... We've made a lot of mistakes, obviously. And I don't think, none, I don't think any of them are really permanent. It, no. Fuck, I, I think fuck. overall, like, it's just a time. You need time, you need mileage on that time. Yeah. And overall, I don't, I don't really know. I'm trying to, like, maybe come up with a conclusion, like... But I'm thinking. It's pretty crazy, like what <laughs> we've figured out and and our ability to communicate with each other. Like, it, I'm I'm really excited to see where where things go and and how we deal with all the the issues that we have. Like, we're smarter than ever. We have a right. like crazy ability to to communicate with each other. Once once we and can get rid of things like lobbying. And hidden agendas. Oh, and all basically the just, politics. Yeah, just all the bullshit. Just really, get all like, politi politicians. But it's a it's a necessary and temporary thing. Like yeah. that. That's the thing. Like people get really down on that. But I personally just that's think like you what know what needed to get to this point. Really. Yeah. Like you've got you've got to like that's like some old world, new world stuff. Whatever. That's gonna be there. Like, and we're gonna find out. Like, there's so many things out there. You can look at the change. The change is happening. We've been around. Yeah. Like. I'm 30, 33 years old now. I know what wasn't and what is now. So I just think, you know what, there's some progress that's happening. It may not be in our lifetimes, but overall, I think that I'm positive towards where we're heading with things. So in terms of, I mean, just that's we're getting pretty broad in the spectrum, but <laughs> yeah. in terms of what this podcast is probably about, or supposed to be about, um, I'd, I'd have to say, if it's a minority now, like time and mileage and making it appealing and just something that happened in the 90s and the 2000s and all that shit at the end of the day if it's an enjoyable thing that people are out there doing and it's fun and people are willing to pay money to do it and to be creative while doing it and to combine it with you know video audio whatever do their thing uh i don't it's not going to go away at the very least and why does it have to be a superpower either? Like, yeah. it can just stay this select, awesome little niche that it is. And that's, exactly. why is that not fine? Yeah. And that's, that's about the end of what I have to say about that. Sweet beans. <laughs> done and done.